Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Bedrock City Presents Uncanny Universe Podcast. And on this week's episode, we are talking about Justice League, uh, the latest movie uh, from DCEU, uh, in the DCEU. Um, yeah, what, let's get this thing going. <laughs> What's going on, guys? This is Ron. This is Hyde. This is Dylan. And I'm Michael. So this is something that they've been building to for a really long time. Um... It's been in the works for a, a long time and uh, highly anticipated and hotly debated, you know, the whole yeah. the whole thing. Yeah. So, um, but before we get into the movie, let's real quick, um, before, we gotta keep doing it every week, otherwise we're gonna forget. Pick of the week. My pick of the oh, week. Oh, oops. Yep, <laughs> I know. But, uh... Um, my pick of the week is gonna be uh, Sword Quest number five. Um, it's... It's a fun, uh, it's a fun comic, a fun little book about uh, uh, a fun guy. Book? I, I know what I said <laughs> about a guy who uh, has to. God, it's a long story. It's about a guy who has to go steal a sword because he has cancer. That, that's what it's about. I mean, so it's Mighty Thor. It's Mighty Thor. Yeah, it's basically Mighty Thor, but about a guy in the, uh, who has cancer and is dying. So it's Mighty Thor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ron's looking up. Oh, is it my going? Is <laughs> it my turn? Uh, hi, do you want to give me yours? Uh, I'm obviously. I guess my big pick would be Doomsday Clock. And uh, speaking of, we are recording this right before the Doomsday Clock Midnight because of reasons. Literally people outside waiting for yeah. the launch party. Sorry, Frank. Um, <laughs> Not sorry. Fr- Frank wanted to be on the podcast. Uh, I had to uh, decline. Sorry, Frank. Um, Dylan, do you have a pick for this week? Can I pick a graphic novel? Yes. Absolutely. I pick the Generations hardcover. Oh, is it this From week? Marvel? Yeah. Okay. But it was this week, right? Uh, yeah, okay. It was this week. He pulled. That sounds right. Okay. <laughs> I'm also picking a graphic novel. Uh, Infamous Iron Man, Volume 2. Okay. There you go. Okay. Very nice. Yeah. That's Doctor Doom. Iron yeah, it's right? Doctor Doom. Iron Man. Yeah, it's okay. Really good. Who writes that? Do you remember? Uh, Bendis. Ben. R.I.P. It ended. It that oh. that ended though. So I know, but yeah. I mean, he's gone to DC. What's gonna now, happen so. to Spider Man and Jessica Jones and Defenders? They're uh, replacing writers. Did we talk? We talked about this. Yeah, we talked. Yeah, they're about replacing. This. I couldn't yeah. remember. And, on, um, on his books. And also, um, make sure you stay tuned to the end of the episode for our. Um, Interview. Uh, Hyde and I uh, last week got to talk to uh, Jim Lee and Dan DiDio, um, co-publishers of uh, DC. We got to talk to them for about twenty minutes. Well, we talked to we talked to uh, Dan for twenty minutes. We talked to Jim Lee about fifteen. Yeah. Um, uh, about lots of things that are coming up with Rebirth, Metal, and uh, Bendis and Hickman. And Bendis and Hickman. Vertigo stuff. Uh, uh, v. You know all that all that stuff. Um, but did anyway, that come up? Um, uh, yes, yeah. well, it did. I, I, My, Michael well, I, Michael Finagle did in there. I didn't ask about V, I, I, but I, you know, you'll I'll tell you about it. Um, <laughs> stay tuned to the end of the episode for the uh, for the, for that. Oh, um, but anyway, so Justice League. Yep. Um, what was your? No, nah, I'm not asking Hyde because um, yet. Wow. I'm, I'm gonna ask Ron first. What, what was your hype level going into the movie? Because we all saw it. I, no, you saw, I, I saw it fr- Sunday. Yeah, that's right. You didn't and, go see it. And then I watched it today as, Tuesday. as of this recording. Right, you watched it Tuesday morning. Um, I was I was pretty excited about it. Did the uh, feedback between Thursday and Sunday get you more excited for it? Or less more excited? or less excited by hearing all the stuff about oh, it? Oh, uh, less. Well, from y'all it was less, but from everybody else I was like, okay, it should be a decent movie. I feel like most people, most people enjoyed the talked movie. about it over the weekend liked it. Yeah, most people right. enjoyed the movie. It seems like most people, most employees enjoyed the movie. For sure. I think. Right? I mean, most I haven't talked customers to... Too. Yeah, most yeah, customers. customers too, yeah. Yeah. yeah, there have been 
very few customers. A lot of people liked it for some reason, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Uh, yeah, it's going to be one of those. Yeah, yeah. no. Um, I'm kidding. No, it's kind of like we're on... I'm, we're on sides almost too. I'm kind of in the middle, but I'm like right. well, this mediator. To, yeah, I'm closer I'm to hide side. I know the reason. Yeah, um, but anyway, so um, you were moderately I was, hyped. I was or? pretty excited to see the movie. Okay, I, I've been wanting to see Flash and Aquaman be portrayed. Right, because we've screen. seen me too. We've right. seen Wonder Woman, Batman, and right, Superman. and they're all fine. Um, I was excited to see them. I was also excited to see Cyborg because I knew a lot of people that was reviewing the movie like Cyborg okay. for the little part he was in the movie. Okay. Mm-hmm. So. All right. And he what was about you? more of it than Flash and Aquaman. I know. That's, I, that's not what I expected because not by much. The effects were not I mean, he was, but not by much. Well, he had a story and they didn't. For sure. No, I, I agree with you. Right. What about your anticipation, Hyde? I mean, I know, obviously, you, so, you as, as the DCEU flag bearer. Yeah. Um, you know, going into it up until about the day before the social media embargoes were released. And that was, okay, so... I think that was Tuesday, the week, the week of? No, it was or Wednesday, because that no, was... No, that was the review. The actual reviews were out on Wednesday. The social media okay, was yeah, out was on like Tuesday. Okay, like, they could post their reactions yeah. okay, okay. the day before that. Um, you know, so before that, I was kind of like, oh, I don't know what to expect from this anymore. I knew kind of... Offhand, I wasn't going to be too impressed with Cyborg, um, and Steppenwolf was going to kind of be a whatever for me. Right. Um, but then the social media embargo got lifted, and actual reviewers, not just fans, mm-hmm. were they were mixed, but they were. It's a fun movie. There's a lot of cool things here, um, so it kind of brought my my levels up a little bit more than going into it. And then Wednesday came along, and then apparently that entire tone changed. <laughs> right. Well, because so the social media stuff comes out and then the reviews come out and then the weird thing is the Rotten Tomatoes with this movie. So, yeah, what I don't get is so Warner Brothers owns Rotten Tomatoes. So that most is of it. Yeah. most of the, it. Yeah. Right. So I don't get why they would want to have this big, huge deal. Re- yeah. Re- yeah. They're, yeah. They're, well, they're, they were trying to put it off as long as possible and well, it backfired because it became like a. Right, it became like a, a whole watch, thing. Yeah, like I think they should have just let it come out as it came out. Yeah, I agree. No. I mean, because if you know it's gonna be a bad score, you don't draw attention to it, and by not revealing it until a certain time, then you have to watch this little show where yeah, they you, you drew attention. You know, the like, score went up on the website after the movie came out. Right, it's, it's weird. Yeah, it was it was really bizarre. Um, so I think that was a bit of a misstep on. Um, I don't know if it's Warner Brothers or Rotten Tomatoes, but I guess right. it's a, I little, mean, I a little bit of everyone. I get but it. They're trying, them, to make, they're trying to make money off of Rotten Tomatoes by people watching that show. So I get it. It but, was it was, pay, it was playing poorly, though. Yeah. yeah. They, I don't think they expected like it, the click, all the clickbait. Like, right. Warner Brothers is holding back their Rotten Tomatoes right. kind of things. Yeah. But I was, I was going to say, good for them for not like being biased because both of the... Both of the people in that show didn't like it. Yeah, even the the fan, the, the one that's supposed to like. Yeah, yeah. And he likes. Oh, the guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know you're talking. And about. he hated Thor, so I was like, oh, he's gonna love Justice League, but he didn't. Oh, he so, didn't. Okay. No. Well, that's good. Oh, well, you know. Well, it's good that they're not biased. Right. right. For right. sure. Because people um, accuse Rotten Tomatoes of being that all the time, which is I know weird. it's that, that it doesn't make sense. All over the Facebook groups that it's like, Rotten Tomatoes bias proven. Remember that know? petition when Suicide Squad came out? No. They, Maybe. Right. I don't even. They petitioned that to like take down the score. Oh yes. I do because they weren't happy with the Suicide Squad rating. <laughs> because yeah, I do. Sure. I do remember that. I do remember that. Um, but anyway, so 
the score comes out and it's a uh, what? 43. Uh, 43 when it, when it debuted. Um, well, it, it was leaked before that. Before the show actually came on, it was like 48. At and some then point, it, it was out of 48. Yeah. And there then, were not very many reviews. And so, before you go, what, what what was your opinion on that? What were you expecting it to end up at? I know, I know, not speaking of power rankings. So, realistically, um, by the time, like, the social media stuff came out, I was like, oh, you know, this could be a 50 to 60. Everyone's kind of like, yeah, it's fun, and but it has a lot of problems. What's Wonder Woman at? Was it 70s? Nin- 92. 92? 92? Oh, that's higher than ever. Okay, okay. Yeah, because it's still, like, top five for us okay. on our power rankings. Right. Um, yeah, we all lost on that one. I think mm-hmm. uh, I might have done a little bit better than y'all because I think Thor's average score beat it out. Okay. Oh, because they're both ninety-two. Yeah. Right. Okay. But uh, anyway, so uh, you're saying? So I, you know, I was like, oh, the social media is they're mixed, but everyone's saying it's fun, it's positive, and like I said, it it wasn't fans. It was Collider and Variety and Forbes. It was actual review sites putting out positive social media, and then. The tune kind of changed when the, refu- when when the, the full, full reviews, reviews came, came out. out. Right. And so that kind of... Well, that was on purpose from Warner Brothers. Right. They invite they invite the people who they think are going to give it paperwork. But even, but even, even, those, even those people that had positive or at least mixed social media reviews or even slightly positive ones that you would have thought would have been the 60% over... Right. We're still getting rotten scores on Rotten Tomatoes. Now, I'm not, whatever, tinfoil hat, I'm not doing this. Because okay. it's just whatever at this point. I think it was mixed, though. Like, I think when the reactions came out, they were mixed. And then yeah. people would cherry pick them and either say, like, I remember sending you a screenshot saying it was, like, awful. Like, Justice League disappointing reactions come out. And then I would go to comicbookmovie.com and be like, Justice League getting praise from critics. Yeah, you know, like sure. they would be but like, yeah, these are the yeah, good the, ones. yeah, they they did lists. They were like, here's the really bad ones. Here's the really good ones. Yeah. Here's the mixed ones. It was very slanted. So they, from on, from the separate depending media on what outlets. website you yeah. go to, yeah, 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 and, and that and that's it's really weird. Like, it seems like the whole um, fandom or the whole like nerd community, I guess, was sort of watching this for even if you don't care about it, it seemed to be it's like a phenomenon. Yeah, everyone yeah. knew about it. It was like a weird like. Uh, like cultural touchstone at this moment, like everyone was like, uh, "What's going on with this? This is so it, weird." It's kind of it's kind of like the same. I'm digressing. It's almost the same exact thing with what Battlefront Two is going with with the oh. loot crate stuff. Oh right, and yeah. on Reddit, and you know, it was actually kind of funny because today on uh, CSNBC, they were talking. One of the economic analysis say that we are underpaying for our video games. And oh. that EA should actually be charging ten times more than what they're charging for their video games because the hour <laughs> of entertainment is worth more than. I mean, so six hundred dollars. Yeah, for a game. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Why yeah. not? I mean. Oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> that, that that's that's that's, that's a whole. No, yeah, we that's a whole. Yeah. But I, I think it, I think it kind of hit it under that same vein of like there was okay. a huge community of people whether you liked the movie or not that kind of felt like something was something was off. Okay. Yeah, I mean. I, I don't know, but um, anyway, let's get into uh, the theater experience. I think w- the three of us, not Ron, yes, yes, uh, all went on Thursday evening at mm-hmm. nine, uh, and w- what? in IMAX, in IMAX, not not three D, no, no IMAX two D, yeah, which is, I, which I, is awesome. I probably could, I would assume IMAX three D would have looked awful with this movie. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, for some parts, yes, I'm, yeah, just three D um, in general, I think wouldn't have been, yeah, yeah. Um, we haven't but, seen it in 3D, but we wouldn't recommend it. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. um, but what trailers did we get? Did we get anything new? 
Um, we got um, we got a, a Quiet Place. Yep. I want to oh. see that. I want to see that too. I, that actually I, looks really good. That looks like someone's trying real hard to be M. Night Shyamalan. But I look, feel like it, it won't be look, good, but I want to yeah, see it. It looks cool. I want to yeah, see it. It looks interesting. I, was, I thought it was going to be M. Night Shyamalan. I did too. But then I was like, oh wait, he's doing a he's split sequel. Oh. So. Yeah, oh, he's right, in Glass. Right, right. Oh, yeah, Glass. Or whatever. Yeah, whatever. yeah it's yeah. Glass. Uh, What's it called? Is there a for that? It's called Glass. It might be called Glass. I'm not too positive on that. But uh, Commuter. Did you uh, get that one? No, we didn't no. get that. Oh, you didn't get that first time? We got that Sunday morning. Okay. Uh, see, I didn't. I missed the first trailer Sunday morning. Right. Um, what else did we get? We got Jumanji. We got... <laughs> Jumanji. We got Last Jedi. Yeah. We got Pacific Rim. Ugh. Ugh. I'm so tired of that trailer. I know. They need a new one. Or it's just so no bad. more. Which one? No, or no more did trailers. Did oh, y'all yeah. get Rampage? No, no, we did no. not get Rampage. I that, still haven't seen it. Yeah, you're good. Have, don't. Have you not? Don't did we not get it Sunday morning? No. No. They say they hired I, the I Rampage, ran, like, you know, off topic. They hired the Rampage writer to write the Black Adam movie. <laughs> Which is not out yet. We can't Ooh-wee. say it's a bad decision. But Ooh, well, I, yeah, you can. Well, but also at the same time, you know, a bad movie, one writer can write a bad movie and then write a good movie. David S. Gore is pretty much a prime example of that. D.B. Weiss true. wrote yeah. X-Men Origins Wolverine and then went on to... Yeah. Be a Game of Thrones showrunner. Yeah. So I mean, like, so and there's Akiva Goldsman who doesn't write good movies at all, and ever. Then, I don't, and then get continues to get work. Yeah. So thank you, Dark Tower. Well, hey. well, so does Michael Bay. So <laughs> yeah. Well, Michael Bay at least makes money. Yeah. Um, but anyway, um, I don't think we got any other big. <sighs> no new ones. No, there was which is weird. I expected them to debut something. I had this. I wanted an Aquaman. I would have liked an Aquaman teaser. That's, I mean. We're Why didn't at they that do point. That? At that point, we're almost we're Marvel thirteen months it, away from there, right? From Aquaman. Marvel would. I saw one yeah. at Comic Con. There's no excuse they couldn't. Show oh, you that. did. Oh, you did see one at Comic Con. Yeah. There's no excuse they couldn't show that in front of this movie. Yeah. Oh. So this morning. Oh yeah, because you went. To, you went. I went to go after see, opening weekend. Yeah, I went to go see uh, see it again this morning. I got a non-red band trailer for Deadpool two. Oh. No. And they changed a ton of lines in that trailer. Oh, really? <laughs> they changed the whack-off thing to something else. They took out the cocaine thing. Okay. I was just like, what is this trailer I'm watching? Like, it was so weird. I was just like, they're actually about the... Oh, no. Okay, cool. <laughs> that, okay. Dude, it was, oh, it was so odd. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Like, it wasn't even funny. Like, it was, like, horrible. Right. Um, But, um, Dylan, what... What what about you? Um, what was your anticipation level like for um, for the movie? Were you after all the reviews and all the Rotten Tomatoes and everything? Were you? Oh, after after yeah, all that, before you've seen it, um, was I was a little more hopeful that it wasn't a twenty seven. Yeah, I, I mean, which I mean, you had talked about that, right? I was like, I I I never expected it to be good, but as long as it wasn't going to be a twenty seven, you know. Um, I, that's sort of where I was at with that. Uh, when Rotten Tomatoes came out, it was like 43 at that at that evening. It's like, well... Well, if you remember, my prediction was 40 to 50. Right. So it stayed about the same. I was like, oh, okay. That's what, I, what I'm expecting. For sure. Right. But and, I guess my expectations were too high because I was disappointed when I saw it. Right. So it's, it was weird. Yeah, was, so, my so, expectations so, weren't high, but they were too high. Mm. Okay. So let's get into um, the movie... Um, what, <laughs> from the first scene, man, I had a problem with the effects. It's, it, why it, sad? even the second time, like, it's why, bad, dude. why do you open the movie with that? Like, it it's must, weird because I thought that's when he looked the worst. 
And you know what? True, but it was it got better. No, man. When I was watching it this morning, it still looked bad. Like even like. Well, there were some scenes where I'm guessing they didn't need to reshoot because some scenes were his actual right face. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you can tell because he had a little like stubble stubble on it. Yeah, but then. And, and sometimes like his face looks character. like it's pulled up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, dude, that was awful. Well, that's like, what they did. And it's yeah. Well, that's yeah. why his. So, yeah. like so that, okay. So if you if you don't know, um, when they had to do their six months of reshoots, um, Henry Cavill was in the middle of filming, or under contract, uh, or yeah, uh, or under contract to start filming Mission Impossible. So he had to grow a large mustache. For some reason, he right? was in the middle of it, and the right. director didn't want to save it because yeah, then it, he it, would have half fake mustache. Yeah, in his, right. in his contract, in his he couldn't shave. Yeah, in his, yeah. yeah, he couldn't. Understandably, I mean, yeah, I wouldn't I want that if I was a director. No, definitely not. I, and good, good for that director for holding holding their ground. Yeah. Um. But so that puts DC in a weird spot of we. What do we do? And so I, I'm sure you've all heard about this, but uh, you know, mustache gate. Mustache So <laughs> they decide they're going to just CG over his mustache. I rather them had like CG beard. They like taped they up just, his mustache yeah, they had so, to tape so that you could see his lips still, his upper right. lip. But they yeah. still had to CG the lips, too, because it still looked weird. Like, yeah, it looked, yeah it still but they weird. wanted yeah, his mouth to work with as they could. For sure. No, but it wasn't sure. just the mouth, because he had, like, all yeah. this, too. Yeah, like, dude, it was like, so odd, man. I think they should have reshot all of the scenes And given him a mustache. I mean... Without the mustache, yeah. Oh, you mean with the mustache? Oh, yeah, yeah. They should have reshot the ones without and give him the mustache in the whole movie. Well, and well, yeah, he's waking up from like a coma. That's what I'm saying. Well, like, they that's my just thi- went yeah, that's my thinking because he's only in the movie for like a span of two days, right? Like, not, yeah, he's not in the movie like chronologically. Oh, for sure, that yeah, long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he wakes up. He has this facial hair, and because he was be- dead, dead buried, yeah, your, and your hair happens. still grows. I mean, I don't know dead. why it would be a mustache. Whatever. That's they how that's how. Added. Yeah, you could have done a beard. Yeah. You could have just right, done a beard. And then he, and then at the end, you know that one scene would have been cool. And we'll get into that. And then at the end, he, you know, he, oh. he finally shaves it off, and they just have to CG one scene, right? Yeah. yeah. And then it's no big deal. Well, sure. even at that, like you could have done the fight scenes, which most of the fight scenes didn't look like he had CG. I, and you're it better casting at that it, than I. It am. went like back and forth because there was a thing. There was a video I watched this morning from Collider actually, and they were. They were telling you you can notice the reshoots with everybody. Mm-hmm. So, well, yeah, Batman's like skinny. <laughs> well, well, even not not even that is super subtle. But Batman before the reshoots had a widow's peak, and then when you see the reshoots, it doesn't. It's I just feel like, like it was, clean line. His, his I was like, oh, was really yeah, yeah. It, you, can, but and, yeah, obviously. And then Amy Adams' wig, and then the wig, yeah. And then Aquaman's hair was different too. Like there was so was Wonder Woman. She had a wig. The blonde level is different. Like yeah. Like sometimes it's like way farther down, and yeah, like it's, sure. it's just yeah, yeah. it's just weird, and you know, and you could tell when it's, I don't know, like it, I, Superman's face. I feel was, like they reshot like most of the movie, right? I feel like they, they cut out a third because uh, the running time was supposed to be two fifty, and now it's an hour fifty nine. So they cut out a third of the movie and reshot for six months. So they must have reshot a good chunk of this movie, right? I mean, yeah, seems that way. Yeah, I, but I honestly, I can't. I I have no clue. Like, right. we, we don't have any clue. It could have been a third of the movie, but it, right. it looks more like it looks more like half. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, and but anyway, like, yeah. Uh, well, what were we talking about? Oh, Superman's face. Right. Um, Every yeah. time. So, OK, the, the problem is like that scene is good. 
Yeah. It's which a song. The, the, the opening. Yeah. No, no, no. The, the, the beginning with the phone. Yeah, the, kids yeah, the like, opening. I thought it was a decent. It's, it's good enough. You know, like, it's yeah. a passable scene. Like, it's there's nothing wrong with it. It's right. a fine way to open the movie. It's right. like, it's a very Joss Whedon scene where it's like. Except for the fact we had three openings for this movie. What do you mean? We did have we had three openings before the the, the official start of the movie. Oh, before the titles. You yeah, mean? I don't remember what else comes after the cell phone scene. We had that, and then we had um, Batman and the Parademons. Oh, I see what you mean. And I, then and then we had then the, the opening. Oh, yeah, I see what you mean. The the, the everybody the, knows the, stuff. The, the, the titles. Yeah. Um. Okay. I guess. Um. But I I feel like the Superman scene was. That's fine, but it was ruined by, by his face. this awful effects. Like, like I, I wasn't I, sure what I was trying to say, though. What was the point? Like, what's your favorite thing about Earth? And then he doesn't answer. I, I mean, well, I, what are they trying to say? That he, there's too many things he can't think of one, or is he still like bitter about Earth? Or I think he was thinking about it and was trying to pick a specific thing. I, what's the point of? Okay. I, well, I, I mean, don't think that, that question was the point of the whole. Really? Because well, they focused on him thinking about it for a while. And I, I think that that question, what's the point of that, is a big thread of why Dylan and I have a problem with this movie. Okay. Of like, wh- why why is anything even happening? Like, there's not none of the characters have like an arc. It's all like they start and end at the same place as they were in the beginning. For sure. Um. I don't know. We can get more into that in a little bit. Um, but w- w- speaking of the everybody knows thing, did you like that title scene, Hyde, or did you not like the, t- the I, title I, you scene? You know, I didn't hate it. I, I was extremely it, Zack it was, Snyder. It was about as Snyder as it can get, yeah. unless it was in black didn't and white. Didn't we do that already at the end of BVS? No, he did that at the beginning of Watchmen. Well, no, we had that scene of like the montage of everyone mourning. Oh, everybody yeah. mourning. Well, but this, I think I this one. I had to redo it. But. Well, it's not the. I don't know if it's necessarily just a, a shot of everyone mourning Superman, but I think it was kind of quote unquote social commentary on the tragedy right. of what the world is and the fact that Superman is dead in this world. I mean, you have obviously the racial hate crime going mm-hmm. on. You have the homelessness and just the despair with that. Um, I thought it was a little negative. That's, it was. It, like, I was like, that's our world, because we don't have Superman. For sure. Right. Yeah. And that's what I meant by the social commentary of it all. That yeah. scene with the oranges was nonsense. But when I was the guy just like, just that was the, the reference oranges. to Rotten Tomatoes, <laughs> is what it's a reference to. You want to talk about the uh, Reddit theory? Oh, uh, about the homeless man? Yeah. I, oh, yeah. So, oh, I, I told I told Hyde already. So, the, Red, the Reddit theory, which is I obviously don't subscribe to, but it's kind of funny, is that the, the homeless man with the sign that says, I tried. I tried, yeah. Is a secret message from Joss Whedon. You know, I tried to fix this movie. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh my! I but love, he didn't even shoot that I scene. I love Reddit. It's nonsense. He might have shot that scene. He might have. He probably didn't. Die. I feel like. Yeah, he might have shot that scene. I don't think so. No. The way it like only focused on the sign, and I don't know. It seemed like. And there was only one real drop shot in this movie. Two. Well, two if you count the the fruit. Um, but um, dude, that was. I was like, yeah, that's a Snyder scene. Oh well, yeah, I mean it was, <laughs> I was like, come on. It was the opening to Watchmen with the um, the times they are changing. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And they so, show you the yeah. history of the Minutemen and yeah. all that. Uh, yeah, but that um, was a lot better, I thought. Watchmen, Watchmen one, that scene. Anyway. Oh, oh, the scene I was like Watchmen. Just comparing the two scenes. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, agreed. But um, so Ron, what did you like about this movie? What What did you? The characters, the Justice League. So I, I seeing enjoyed, them on the screen. Yeah, the jo- all their interactions I thought were pretty good, other than like the crappy, funny jokes they tried to pull off. Like what? 
the thirsty thing was weird. Uh, but oh, that oh was yeah, weird. the thirsty but that was thing. With, with Lois, with and, Lois Martha. and Martha. Yeah. Um, the stuff with Flash and Cyborg when they were digging a grave, I didn't care for. I didn't care for any of that. What, what was the? What was the? I thought that was yeah, all right. I mean, the, I don't know. The charge one. Oh, that was weird. That That's was what I'm really saying. Yeah, that really one was weird, right. but like, if he had just done it and then like not had said anything, and then I would have been like, ha, ha. It was funnier. Yeah. yeah. There's but a bunch of he, little lines that are just like, all right. I mean, I like that, like the aspect of like them bonding over being mistakes. Right. You know, no, I agree with that too. With it, stupid That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I thought that was weird. Yeah, that was like a, a decent moment of them bonding. It's a good and idea. Then, and then it got and then, weird. Yeah. yeah. And then like, Flash has two moments that are like kind of race related. Like, so there's that one. And then at the very end. With the with the Russian kids and he waves goodbye. He says Dostoevsky, the name of a popular Russian writer, instead of Dostoevsky. Yeah. So it's well, like, also when Batman shows him the picture, he's like, "Oh, that's a nice, like a handsome Jewish boy." Yeah. Right. Oh, the weird it's like, deal. Oh, for sure. Yeah. It's like that's, I don't know, borderline offensive if I'm Russian. Like the only thing you know about me, you, you, yeah. You just quote the guy that wrote, you know, novel. You know, yeah. This novelist. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, but anyway, it um, kind of plays his character though, I guess. I don't know. I feel like he should be well, smarter than Rick that. And Morty. But I also, yeah, I know. I also so feel like be. he should be smarter than that. So, oh, because he watched Rick and Morty. No, but he's oh. not smart. This isn't Barry Allen. In my opinion, this like, is Wally. I. To some his extent, name was yeah. Barry, though. This, his name but he Barry created the suit. And, this was Ezra know, Miller. For sure. Which I feel like it seemed like kind of selfish his betrayal because I feel like he was like, I don't care about what Barry Allen is. I'm going to be Ezra Miller. You know, like I know better. That's what it seemed like to me. I it seemed you. like a- almost ad libbed, or like he was adding the maybe inflections or something like that, doing his own thing, because he's like that in a lot of his movies. Yeah, and it works right, sometimes. Yeah. Right, but I don't want to see Ezra Miller again. As, as, Flash. as Flash, yeah, I got you. That was my worry when they cast him, and I was like, oh no, he'll he'll look different, and he'll well, he'll act I, like I Barry mean, Allen. I, I, I there's a there's a thing with that though too, is because this is. Like he's only I'm I'm assuming we're gonna treat this like almost the TV show where he's not fully the Flash yet. They don't call him the Flash in the movie, which I was a little disappointed by. Yeah. Um, he's fresh out of college. If I'm sure. If I'm to understand that. Oh, or, yeah. or still okay. in I see what college. you mean. Because he, his father was talking about him paying off the bills. I got yeah. you. Yeah. And yeah. so. It, or paying I, off loans. I don't know. Once again, I, I don't think going, if you go into the first series of the Flash TV show, that's not the Flash, he's still becoming the Flash that yeah, we know Yeah, but he still comics. had, like, the personality traits of the Flash. Like, I, I'm, Flash didn't, like, give up on, like, avenging his mom and, like, you know, right. clearing his dad's name. And This one seems like he's just kind of, like, I don't motivated think, and gave up. Like, he's squatting. And, I don't think well, he was, he, I don't think he, he was he giving wasn't up. giving up because he still had all the textbooks. He was still going to... His dad talks about him paying for school to be a criminal justice lawyer. He wasn't giving but up. Anyway, I guess he wasn't good he enough was, to get in. But he was, he was also acting. He was acting Wayne. weird. I agree with you. He was acting weird. But I. So he's I'm, not smart. I'm no. I'm going to assume he's that they're playing this as flat. A season flash. zero flash. Like he's gonna grow as a person and become the Barry we know at some point. I, I would assume it. it's just a nitpick. Like, there's no reason he shouldn't have perfect grades. It's just like this is like Lex Luthor, well, but right? You you also have that same like, idea of like he. They say he's working four jobs too. I mean, how many? I barely had, coming from my own schooling experience too. I barely can keep up my grades working three jobs. So, but you're not. I'm also not. I'm genius. also not a super genius. Well, and but he can like uh, you don't do know things in a millisecond. Yeah. For sure. No, I got you. But I. 
you also don't know how how recent he's had the powers of long enough to have a suit, but does he fully know how to use them or how to control them or how to contain them? I mean, with an aspect with Wally and Kid Fly and um, Impulse was that they can't focus on one thing for too long because of the speed force and how much is racing through their mind. So maybe that affects Barry because he's such a younger age. Maybe. I mean, that's it's all. They didn't say that. Yeah, though. it's all kind so of speculative. I'm led to assume for that sure. He's just no, lazy. I got you. I my thought process is the same thing with Lex Luthor's. We didn't get the Lex Luthor, the typical Lex, Lex Luthor that you were the, expecting, right? And he, I would assume him and Flash will grow as a. But character this isn't like a like, show or a comic no, where you, you have time. This for is sure. like the one movie. This is no, the Justice League movie. Right, you have to take it and as a whole. Maybe in a few own. years we'll get a Flash movie. Right. It's not like. Like we're gonna revisit him every week, and for sure. we'll, we'll see him grow into the place. right. No, I got you. Right, it's... like th- this is this is you have to take the movie on its own merits. Like you can't say, well, in, in Justice League Two, Flash is gonna be like this. Like if Doctor Strange sucked in Doctor Strange, he wouldn't have been. You know, like but for sure. and, you know, no, also, also you know, at like, the same time, we we've heard about what some of the stuff was cut out too. And, you know, maybe there's some explanation to why Barry is the way he is in those cutscenes. But at the same time, we have to take this movie the way it is. Well, I think we're also, like, putting our comic book knowledge onto the movie. Right. That's that's also true. I already really like, you know, all these characters. So you can be like, you kind of have your own history and their own history in your mind. Exactly. But think about if this movie was not Justice League, if it was the exact same movie, but it was, like, different names and they weren't superheroes. Like, would you care about these characters? Probably not. Or even if they were superheroes and they were just... You Generic know, superheroes right. that you had no mental history of that you couldn't imprint like those. That's exactly what I said on Suicide Squad. On the Suicide Squad review, it's like if this if this was, you know, characters you'd never heard of. Right. That um, same exact everything except they were just named differently and looked different, but everything happened exactly the same way. Would you have liked that movie as much? And the answer, of course, is no, because the I mean I can make a good comparison with that to Ant Man. Is that like Ant Man would have been the exact same movie if it was, you know, some some made up superhero for sure. I can't, I, I, you know, like, and a lot of people don't know who that who Ant Man was, so therefore, like, you know, it was like that experience for them. But everybody knows who these characters are, and so lots of people go into it like Dylan is saying with this predisposition to like, oh, I love Batman, oh, I love the Flash, oh, I love Aquaman, uh, unless you're Charles. Uh, well, not this Aquaman anyway. Yeah, for sure. But, oh, I got you. you know, I would liken it to Fast and the Furious. How so? Like, just a bunch of characters you don't know, and it, like, took them a long time for people to care about them, I feel like. For sure. You know? Like, I feel yeah. like in that first movie, it was really just, like, two two characters. Yeah, Paul Walker and everyone and else was just kind of side characters, but, right. like, over But then, like, you movies, keep seeing them again. Yeah. yeah. So you're, you're I mean, saying Justice League is like that? Or yeah, is yeah. how they're how they're gonna play it out, right? I mean, I that might be their end game, but yeah. I, I would like more time spent. You know, with you know. With that being said, too, you, one of the big things that we'll probably come to towards the end of this is what's the future for DC? Yeah, um, well, it's definitely in question now. I I don't think so because Deadline just reported yesterday that Henry Cavill extended his contract by three movies. Well, that's true, but also. A report came out today saying they might lose fifty to hundred million. Yeah, but that report also came out for BVS, and BVS made its money back. And it underperformed, it, though. It did underperform, but I don't. There's no reason Justice League to make less than Wonder Woman. That's, that's also true. Nonsense. And it's inexcusable. Yeah, it's nonsense. But you know, this is also. We're gonna have to see how word of mouth plays out <coughs> the rest of these weeks because people are saying go see the movie, right? 
It'll be helped by going through Thanksgiving without competition. Right. Well, right. it has, com- it has com- competition. It's got Coco. Yeah, but that's yeah, I feel like a little good. bit of a different audience. I mean, well, yeah, but it for family oriented kind of things, you're gonna go see Coco first before you go see Justice. I mean, Coco has good word of mouth too, so yeah, and good it's got reviews. reviews. And good reviews. And it's, it's Pixar. Pixar so yeah, yeah, so right. I mean, but um, the same exact thing happened with uh, what was it last year? What came out? Was it Batman vs Superman? And no. Suicide Squad. No, Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad and Wonder Woman last year. There was something that no, came out Wonder last Woman year. Was this year? There was something yeah, was, that came right. out last year the same weekend. As this, and then Moana opened right after it, and it proved to not. I know, I know what you're talking. And about. it proved to not be that big of a deal. Like uh, Moana wasn't that much of a competition mm. for it, hmm. so I that's remem- a good a good sign. I remember, but I don't remember what movie it was. I'm trying to remember what movie came out in November last November year. Last it year. wasn't Star Wars. No clue. It was. It must have been. Um, it was a Marvel movie. No. I don't know. It doesn't I, matter. Yeah. So but I mean, yes. it, it'll help from the holiday season. I mean, there. I don't. I don't see this movie actually losing money. I, d- I just I well honestly, no it's I it's, honestly it's not going to once you factor in uh, worldwide global and video and sales video, right I, and like ancillary market will probably help it with the rentals and yeah. stuff like that. it said it was looking to make 170 million in that and the movie cost I think they said 800 600 million something like that with okay with yeah with advertising it's like 300 million total but they spent it. a lot on this movie and they did the same thing with Batman vs Superman I think they're gonna. They're going to rethink their advertising. They need to make changes at the script stage. I don't understand why how that's it so gets hard. that far, and they're like, oh, oh no, like we need well, to make it good. Right, you shouldn't You shouldn't get to the point where you have to reshoot six months of the movie. And once People again, Star Wars I don't, does that, uh, Marvel does that, I look don't, at Ant-Man. I don't feel like reshooting six months of the movie with this big of a cast, with as popular as this cast has been, Right. I don't fully account this full six months as being time for reshoots. I count the six. Some of it, yes. There is a good chunk of it that I probably would account for reshoots. Seeing this movie now, we're saying with schedules and but with the yeah, schedules. You think Henry Cavill's filming Mission Impossible? Aquaman was filming at the same time. Gal Gadot was doing Wonder Woman press. Ben Affleck was doing some humanitarian effort. Ezra Miller's filming Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them too. I was seeing that. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, there's this is such a high demand cast. I mean, at the time Avengers was shooting, most of those guys weren't high profile actors. As soon as Avengers came out, anyone that's in a, a superhero movie at this point now is a high-profile must-get before they get any bigger actor to put in your movie. True. And so I feel like that attributes to the six months of reshoots. I'm not... Saying oh, that that's all, all of it. All of it, but yeah. But that that has to account for at least two months. I mean, maybe. I don't know. It's hard, it's hard to say. It's yeah. all speculation. Um, but... What are you thinking about Fantastic Beasts? No, Doctor Strange. Okay, that's. I just looked at it. I was going to ask you Doctor Strange too, but that came out October 20th, so but it's kind of... No, I'm sorry. I was, I was thinking of Fantastic Beasts. Okay. Because I remember, they came I remember thinking 10th. it was a Warner Brothers movie. It came it out came the out same out. weekend. Yeah. As, as, Moana. as what? Moana? Yeah. yeah, and then it had a low opening. It was like, it was like, oh no, all the other Harry, Harry Potter did better. Yeah. And then it went on to like 800 million. Right. Oh. Everyone thought Moana Fantastic, was going like, to yeah. annihilate it, but... Thanksgiving weekend, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So there you go. Um, so, uh, going back to the effects in that, um, uh, Cavill's face, we already talked about that, but, um, that, that is, so it seems to be like the, the big complaints that the the broad, the broad spectrum complaints that you're hearing are going to be effects. Yep. Um, over-sexualization of the Amazons and Wonder Woman. (laughs) Nonsense. Uh, what, the complaint is nonsense? No, 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 Uh, just, like, why, it's so Because I thought, like, surely this is going to be drummed up and not an actual thing. Right. And then it absolutely yeah. was a thing. And like, it was like, oh, all right. Like, the the outfits that Wonder Woman was wearing, ninety percent of the time were outrageous. 
Like all of them. Oh, you mean like they're, 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 her normal no. clothes? When she yes, when she, she had yeah. cleavage and, yeah, and every and no, it was everyone. The, the one time she didn't is when she uh, snuck well, into the back cave. All all of her clothes. Uh, looking at the plate. Uh, maybe all, maybe. She had, like, all of her clothes right. just zipped up jacket. All all of her clothes reminded me something you get from Urban Outfitters. No way. Which is because Speedy Speedy was sitting there watching on Thursday, and she's like. I have that shirt. When she's talking to Cyborg, she's like, I have that shirt. Mm-hmm. I like that dress. I've seen that at Free People or whatever. Some crap hippie store or whatever. Okay. So I don't... It Those outfits, whatever. I, well, well, yeah, but not not whatever because like that's that goes against what she's I about. Be, well, I didn't, see, she I didn't see those outfits as over... Well, granted, I didn't think anything was over-sexualized. But then again, I'm... Right. Yeah. So... I do. I can see the complaint with the the Amazonian skirts. It's not. The, it's not just or, the skirts. Or the midriffs. It's and the midriffs and, and the makeup and the hair. It's like why? Well, Coward. I guess I didn't notice the makeup. They had a lot of hair. Like look. Like I I I, as well. I, yeah, I I would I I was I wasn't concerned about her hair and makeup. I was like, oh my god, she has more abs than I do. Well, yeah. <laughs> but but they also seem stupid. But that was a different. Yeah. yeah. But like, I mean, have they not accounted for guns? Like, have they not adjusted for guns after Wonder Woman? Like. They're just getting shot down. Like they need to makes no figure sense. something out. Well, I mean, they girls. don't. I mean, even <laughs> at that, they get it together. Once again, through our comic knowledge, they haven't really ever updated. I know people would be mad if they did. It's, it's a lose lose. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I know Dylan, you had a problem with Wonder Woman. There's outfit. a lot of sighing. I know. I I, I like, oh. every every time she would show up with a new outfit, Dylan would just or every at me. time there was a butt shot. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 That was. Dylan no. would just like way too cut, much. Cut me a sideways glance, like. God. Now I and then the fact yes. that every member of the Justice League, I guess, except Superman, hit on her in some way, or was yes. like some kind of weird remark so, was made, like, "Oh, right. you've got a date," and she was Cyborg. Did? Cyborg, yeah. Oh, and then Alfred, Alfred, Alfred. Man's like Cyborg didn't hit on her, did he? He himself didn't know, but Alfred was like, oh, "For sure, no, I got you." Oh, you got a date tonight? Like, why like, is he like, saying to Batman? Has. Yes, he has. If he was meeting up with Cyborg, he would say it to Batman. No. Well, if he was meeting up with Diana, he would have. Um, but either way... Yes, um, I, I do feel like this dragged down Wonder Woman as a character. And it goes to show that like it is it is not just Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman that makes made Wonder Woman so good. It was Patty, Patty Jenkins. Jenkins. Right. Yes. Sure. I think, I and the say, female I, costume I department. I feel like they need to bring in... It'd be nice if they brought in the solo directors as producers. You know? Yes. Yeah. Like for sure. I feel like Patty Jenkins would have been like, Oh, that's not gonna no. No, no that's no. not gonna come Flash, Flash cannot fall on her bosom. Yeah. <laughs> for yeah. for real. Like I mean uh, But but I, you know I, the weird how, part would, how did that get through? That that has to be a Josh Whedon thing, right? It is. Okay, okay. Josh, yeah, you know Josh, it okay. is. So because yeah, he does it he does it in thank you for correcting. I don't <laughs> care if I mispronounce his name. <laughs> I didn't correct you, I just No, I saw the look. Um <laughs> You, anyway, I read about that scene, and I did too. Well, um, you told she, me that. Right? Yeah, yeah, I remember you told me about it. The that actress too. didn't want to film it, so if you pay attention, her head is turned like to the side yeah. when he falls on her, and then it cuts to a reaction shot of her being like, "Oh no, you were in my boobs." Right. You know? and I was like, yeah. if her bringing it up wasn't enough for them to be like, "Oh, maybe we shouldn't do it." Like, how badly did Joss Whedon want that to be in the movie? Okay. He's like, no, this is hilarious. We're doing it. Yeah, and it, it, wor- it works so well in Avengers that's too. What I'm saying, it also didn't work in that. Like. I don't even remember that. Joshua. I don't even remember it it's, happening. It's in Hulk and Black Widow. She's like, "Don't change." Like he falls. Yeah. It's whatever. Oh right. I, I, okay. I don't remember. Okay. I remember yeah, yeah, yeah. Now that you mention it, which was it was better because there were a couple, but still. Right. Yeah, well, yeah. it's still weird. Uh, yeah. No, I know. But how about the villain? What villain? <laughs> well, 
<laughs> well, that also Steppenwolf ties into the lame effects because I feel like Steppenwolf's face is like the first time you see Thanos because Thanos' face was kind of bad. Yeah. In the end of the Guardians movie, like it looked kind of CG and. I, I feel know. like it was More, kind it's, of it's weird worse in Avengers, that. but in Guardians, I thought it was. Okay. Yeah, well, because it Guardians, okay. oh, Guardians, Avengers, they, Gar- sorry, yeah, Guardians, they had an actual actor. They, excuse me, that's yeah, what I meant. I meant in Avengers. It. Right. So is is he the worst villain in any superhero movie? Um, find a bet, Mickey Rourke. Yeah, I would go no, with Mi- no, Mickey Rourke's better because he was Mickey Rourke. I don't know. Yeah, Mickey Rourke's better. I was gonna say Malekith, but Malekith at least had makeup. It was practical for sure. Yeah, and Christopher Eccleston can act. Like, they didn't yeah. give him much to do. But he was, I feel like, on the same level character-wise. Well, Curse, yeah. maybe. I think Curse could have been... Who? Yeah, exactly. No, really. No, from he was from Dark World. Yeah. He's a, the sub, a sub-villain. The, the sub-villain. Oh, okay. Um, oh, okay. The, yeah. I'm, no, I'm, he's, I don't talk like, main... main I don't know. I, I would say, yeah, Malekith, I would go... Um, Whiplash. What's the squad one? What's the... Yeah, I'd go Enchantress and Incubus. Enchantress at least had a story, though, a little bit. Seven Wolf is just the guy. I, that comes Seven Wolf's worse. No, I agree. No, he's the worst. Like, I mean, once again, and you know when he was how? How did that call get made? Of like, we're gonna. Ha- we're, this is it. Well, because if you do, if you do Dark Side, you're automatically doing Thanos. They should have led with Dark Side. Though. Yeah, I mean, okay, just DC. We should at least saw him. DC but. has every advantage. Yeah, they they have the rights to all their characters. They don't have to deal with fifteen different studios. You know, yeah. they can do whatever they want. They could have done Dark Side before Thanos gets to. Yes, yeah, they could have had sure. the big yeah. cosmic dude. They, show they up. won with Wonder Woman. You know, they got that out for Captain Marvel. They could have gotten Dark Side before Thanos. But would you? Would you? In terms of quality of the story, it's very, very lackluster for me. Of the movie, of, of the this mo- movie, yeah. Would you rather have seen Dark Side and Steppenwolf's position? Did they save Dark Side because they knew the movie was going to be bad? So I they don't want to waste Dark Side in a bad movie. I think that's what it. I don't know. I, I don't they, see that. I think no. maybe they were. They thought they had a winner. Yeah, I, I, th- I think Snyder they... Snyder wanted to do... Because Snyder put Steppenwolf in BBS and that... Like, yeah, and then they extended cut. Yeah. I think maybe they are just like, do whatever you want, Snyder. Like, not enough studio interference. Because this is his last... Uh, probably. Contracted movie, right? Uh, this is probably his last. Well, this is his last contracted movie, yeah. right? Yeah. I think so. Um, but Which, you know, on, on like a, at the same time, too, I'm... I don't have a grudge against Zack Snyder movies, obviously. I, I don't. Right. Um... That yes, he's had some a sucker punch. Um, I mean, uh, he's only had one good movie, as far as I'm concerned, and, or yeah. one decent movie. That's Dawn of the Dead. The Dawn of the Dead remake was really good. Um, but like, you Watch- know, Watchmen's I'm, terrible. I'm also kind of really glad. I'm hoping his studio is done with DC now too, because I'm I'm just kind of tired of his studio with the CG. I, I mean, there's so many other better studios out there that could do CG effects than his. Yeah, there's and, no reason it should look this bad. No. There's no reason... Like, and, and today... There's no reason that Batman's cape should look like Spawn. No. From, like, it's <laughs> it's bad. It looks better. Sometimes. It looked better like five years ago in Man of Steel. Because his right. cape yeah. is CGI too. And it looks yeah, for better. sure. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I think Man this was rushed though because they were shooting this summer. Right. right. This was a few months ago. They were, I, they were doing the CGI. I, I never... I Of all the things I don't like about Man of Steel, the effects are not are not one of them. The effects are fine. Uh, no, see, even at that, like, to... Almost from the very get go, DC has been just awful for me with effects. I hate the Zod Superman fight. It looks like well, a PS2 video game. Well, I hate. So. I hate the the super. Like as much as I like the Superman Batman fight itself, there are moments where I'm like, oh, that that's not going to hold up in six months. 
Well, there's, I mean, there's just a lot of this movie is just effects. Yeah. And it's in, that's the joke, you know, from, I don't even remember what movie, the, the comment was crushing CGI fatigue that we read, like, that we were joking about. I don't think about. that was even a DC movie. No, no, it was just some random movie. Yeah. But it had crushing CGI fatigue, but, like, my God. Like, there's so much green screen There were no this. sets, really, even. There no, were a couple. Like. But very minimal. There's so much. No in, action pieces. There's so set. much in no. this that it's just, like. What are they even you know, looking at? You know the 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 worst the worst part about it too is so one of the original trailers before they add the red sky because every DC event has to have a red sky to predict a crisis. It's gotta be evil. Yeah, I would have rather seen that. Yeah, because that looked a whole lot better than what we ended it up more getting. Natural. Yeah. yeah, even though it's like yes, it's the mother box and the half enchantress moving things or whatever. Okay, but it still looked a whole lot better than what we got. And I mean, some of the stuff in the trailers. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm with Dylan on this. I was a little disappointed the first time I walked out of the movie. Okay. I liked the movie. You enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed the movie. I liked the movie. I liked the characters. I, I expected what I expected with Steppenwolf. Fine. Right. Cyborg surprised me a little bit more. But I think this isn't the movie, this isn't the Justice League movie I wanted. This should have been like Justice League 3. And you, it, you mean, like, story-wise? Yeah. Okay. I mean, this is, like... The... Well, the thing is, for me, is that, like, I've been waiting since I was a kid to get a Justice League yes. movie, and it didn't even have to be great for me to love it. Like, Avengers has flaws, but walking out of that movie, I was like, oh my... Like, I immediately right. wanted to see it again. I was right. like, that like, was oh, the best movie Avengers. ever. But also, yeah. but also, at the same time, you know, that's exactly. the first time outside of the X-Men, something like that. At this point, how many... We've had, what, four team-up movies now? Quote unquote, I had two sure. Avengers, Suicide Squad, um, Guardians, Cap Three, Guardians, Cap, 3, well, Cap there's Two. There's lots of team up. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, there's so the the idea of this massive like all these superheroes working together. I feel like that. Yeah, but that was this was the first Justice this, League. Yes, though. but so it should have been better. Ju- I mean, Justice like, League. Like, Justice League is a more of a household name than the Avengers. It's more iconic. Yeah. Once, yeah. once again, you no, have the three but most I, iconic characters. Right. Once again, I feel like you have. There are elements in there that would have made a really good Justice League movie. This isn't the movie that yeah, I particularly. Definitely. This isn't the movie I particularly wanted for Justice League for the first Justice League outing. But at the same time, I don't feel like this is a complete and total misstep that reviews have been saying it is. Uh, that, I mean, that depends it's on a which step way you're in the right direction it. for Snyder, but a step backward for Wonder Woman. It's a step backward for Wonder Woman, yeah. but I think it's a step forward for DC. And you know what? They can fix the Wonder Woman stuff because they. They can. I mean, you. What do you th- mean? Three movie. You can easily make people forget about the Justice League Wonder Woman. It's weird. It's just sad that that's a goal. Like, I'm yeah. Make, make it forget. But you know, would you rather? I don't know. It's it's weird because it, yes, I do agree with you. It's a step down for Wonder Woman as a character. But no, I mean, I just meant the movie film. wise. It's a step down from Wonder Woman. Well, yes. It went like. Low, really high, and then well, not quite as low. You know? Right, but so still, sure. yeah. still pretty low. But, you know, at the same time, though, it feels like there are elements here that are good building blocks enough for them to continue forward. And, you know, maybe Justice League 2 becomes the, the Justice League movie we should have had the first round. Well, I've said this from the beginning. They All the lessons they learned from Wonder Woman, it was too late to apply them. For yes, yeah. right. It was for done. sure. Yeah. They scrambled and tried to do some of it, but it was too late. Do yeah. I think, think Aquaman will be the first real test yeah. of, like, oh, did they really... Did they fix their Did problems? they really learn from Wonder Woman, or didn't they? Do you, you know? think this movie would have been better if Snyder would have went through all the way? 
Like if John uh, would, Josh would have never came here, that. I really it might think be. It would have been. I think yes. it would have been better. I, I it really still would have see that. It still would have been bad, but it probably the Snyder I mean, at least always has some. Like I, I said that about BBS. I feel like BBS is better because you could tell like it had something to say. It had a message, you know. Yeah, it, it had an arc. We were talking it had about an that. arc. It had a message. Right. Other than Wonder Woman, everyone had an arc. A beginning and end. like it was much more concise and like for sure clear for me. This one was. Like aimless, based on the two directors, I feel like it, it's it was kind of boring. Like uh, this movie, like I thought it was just like like it was say like what watching you know about the whole Martha yeah. thing. If you didn't agree with that, at least you know you understood you why understood it was the motivation right. of for everyone. sure. Yeah. There was no motivation for anyone. It felt like movie. watching somebody else play a video game. Not not by the effects, but I mean just like yeah. for the movie. There was, was something like, else that bothered me too, and I don't know if it bothered y'all. Uh, that much but so we get the flashback to Steppenwolf in the army right yes yeah how does uh, how does six other people defeat him but an army barely did it like you see what I mean you're right but they had Superman and that's and that was my other problem I if they would've got Superman early none of this movie would be over yeah, they're gonna have trouble with the next one. I feel because like. he's he's overpowered. He just like he well, came so, in. Well, so what is? But see, yeah, but well, it just it well, just we'll, me. we'll we'll get to that in, in a second because I I feel like I think there is kind of a rough idea where we think they might go with the next Justice League movie. Well, um, yeah, but it real quick, me. I want to touch on what Ron was saying because the, the um I kind of said the same something similar to Dylan. It's like it felt like a big a bad episode of Doctor Who, which. You don't, you yeah, don't watch I, I do. never, never but like, I you know, it's like, um, oh, this is the worst possible threat that could ever happen. This is, it's going to end the world. It's horrible. Ah, I'll just reverse the polarities and it's fine. Okay. Uh, bye. Sure. Yeah. We're okay. great. You know, yeah, like, yeah. and it's like they build Steppenwolf up as like the right. I mean, worst, they had, horrible. He was. I mean, they and, had gods and the green yeah. lanterns and oh yeah. yeah, literal gods, but building off of what you said about Superman, I felt, I really didn't like that also because I felt like Steppenwolf was like, so you know, powerful in the beginning right. and the Justice League never really stood a chance. Right. And then in the end it was like Superman has to go save people. Can they stay alive until Superman gets back? Right. Like, yeah. They're so underpowered. Like Wonder Woman. Is this guy bothering you? Least, right. <laughs> what is I don't this know. man? Well you know And it was like, oh there's no like it's over when Superman gets back. Right. You know? It's not uh, yeah. Also I, that one should, they just have to hold the door. Oh yeah Josh Whedon is I ass. wish. Well, I thought I was waiting I, for them to be revealed as like major characters or something. I, was like, I who, think who it would have been better if you saw the little girl be a Superman fan and then Superman saved that family. That didn't happen. Or, or yeah, or something. Like, you know, like I would have been fine if that happened. I thought they were like the last people there. They and they were and trapped. Then, no, and there's like a whole. There, there's a <laughs> whole other. So I felt no doom. I was like, oh, that someone needs to go save that one family. Right. Well, and then Superman has a whole building full. Of right. Like, oh, why weren't they showing all these people? Yeah, I, and, like well, in Avengers, like you saw the Chitauri attacking all these right. people. Like I felt no like threat. I was like, oh, it's a wasteland. Well, except this one you know, family. You know what stupidly I? Stayed. So this whole story yeah. for for those of you that need to know a brief basis of the story, this is kind of a very bastardization of, of Justice League War or Justice League I guess it's origin for the the comic for the comic origin. series. Yeah. yeah. Um where the mother boxes are Parademons are fi- trying to find the mother boxes for Darkseid to bring Darkseid to Earth. Okay. Um and so with that being said, you know, when you watch the animated movie or you read it in the comics the parademons are stealing people, which we see a little bit of. Yes, we yeah, see a bit. we see them stealing scientists and people that had 
interactions with them, but they are purely just taking civilians to turn them into more parademons. Right. Which I thought would have been... I would have liked to have seen that happen. They the showed family. it a little bit. I mean, they, sh- they well, showed it in they the showed flashback. It in the flashback yeah. But other than that, that no. Was I would have seen. I would like to seen the little girl turn into a parademon. It didn't translate to the current timeline. I feel like it was weird. I felt no threat from them. Yeah, it yeah, was because there was yeah. one in Gotham, and that was it. Yeah, yeah. It was. It was. But they were everywhere. Was, from what Batman said, they're oh, popping oh. up everywhere. It was Uber, like Uber everywhere. Uh, they're popping up everywhere. <laughs> I, I felt. I mean, just to touch on it really quick, I felt like. The acting, I think, I think everybody phoned it in, like literally everyone. I maybe not, I, like, I, I like I, maybe not Momoa. I wouldn't blame. Him, so. <laughs> well, I mean, he was he's he playing was, Momoa. Yeah, exactly. Well, he was Dylan's case. Ezra Miller was playing. Uh, yeah, Ezra Miller. So see, I don't. I, uh, ben Affleck, Amy Adams, Jeremy Irons. I don't think they phoned it in though. Well, maybe. They May, I feel like Ben I Affleck. Think, Ben probably. Did I think the ben best Affleck. actor surrounded by a bad director and. For sure, I see what you, I see what you mean. Right, I know, but I, I feel like they knew the movie was bad. Yeah, like you might be right. Ben Affleck just well, Ben Affleck. Well, yeah, he's Ben been, Affleck yeah, could have easily done. been replaced by a CG Ben Affleck, and it would have been the same thing. Like, At one point, I thought he was after he shaves on the bat plane. I was like, it could have been your like your face looks know? too clean. It could have been like Grand Moff Tarkin, and just like whatever, just yeah. Uh, we can't get Ben out. Just CG him in there. It did seem like a slap in the face to some of the actors, you know. Yeah, it's like Amy Adams just won an Oscar, and now she's. Playing a given up reporter right. who's right. been called thirsty, you know? right. and, and then and she has to have that so horrible stupid. line of "I'm no longer Lois Lane, daring reporter" or whatever it is that she says. I'm like, oh, oh, you like, smell good. Did I not yeah. before? He just came out of like a goo vat. Like, <laughs> what do you want? Do you smell? <laughs> so, all right, we've yeah. we've kind of touched on some of the more negative aspects of this. Okay, what? So let's spend three minutes on the positive. I already <laughs> said mine. I I was yeah. done. <laughs> yeah. Uh, your positive was yeah. The I, the, I I like their interactions. I well, like I mean, the their the scenes, anything like that. The, only the highlights. The Superman. As soon as he fought the Justice League, I thought that was the cool. Superman fight. Yeah, that was my favorite. That scene was my too, favorite yeah. scene in the movie. Yeah, when not for the same reason. So. I <laughs> <laughs> feel like it because he was shirtless. I mean, there wasn't a downside. Oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, then at that point, you like when Aquaman got into the water, right? Sure. Oh, no, okay. I thought it looked good. I thought he looked good. I was more distracted by when it became a, a green suit. screen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh for sure. Yeah. Which, once again, yeah. that's another thing that looked better in the trailer than it did in the actual movie. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. I, just in general, I mean, yeah, I, no, I'm I showing, showing yeah. them the weed and Snyder. Yeah, no, and I mean, so, it's. You know, ugh. It's it was like Wayne. Have you seen Wayne's World? Yeah. Yes. It's like, the, it's like the part in Wayne's World where they're standing in front of the background. It's like, look, I'm in Delaware. So, <laughs> you know, ugh. One disgusting. Of, so yes, I, I think sick. that's kind of one of the, one of the cool scenes <laughs> is Flash running and trying to stop Superman, and Superman is oh you yeah, know literally was, yeah, was watching fantastic. him. That was cool. Yeah, I mean th- there were there were cool character moments. There were cool <laughs> references. So done. He's they, like, ta- I'm done. they talked about the they referenced the new gods. They showed they showed a Green Lantern flying around swinging a construct. That was cool. But I mean it, they uh, had cool I mean, little I mean, nods were, and stuff throughout the. They, they had cool references. But you can't make a movie with that. Yeah. Like, I mean, it, the Green Lantern looked like Injustice, but I mean, right. you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, even the thing at the when the movie was finished, and then you see the cyborg thing, and he gets like the classic yeah. like little costume thing. I was like, oh, it's cool. And Which whatever. So could have led with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> I could have had a better hot toy. Um, yeah. But wait for the cyborg solo movie. I'll wait until Ooh, I'll wait until I mean, he's in Flashpoint. You know what? Don't whatever. We won't. Yeah, we won't get into that. So. Going going forward towards the end of this movie, I do feel a lot more. 
I'm more intrigued to see the solo movies than I am to see another team up. Um, uh, real quick, I was also going to add th- another positive. I thought the the two end credit scenes were were good. They were yeah, really for good for sure. As end credit scenes, they were that was the best part of the movie. I've been not not because it was over, but because uh, <laughs> well, except that I didn't like that they brought. At least you know back. your own jokes, Michael. Yeah. I know I can make them for you. Like it's not hard. But yeah, um, I've been complaining about Marvel with like I'm tired of like I get it. There's like a gag one, you know? right? I want two epic ones though. Marvel's for been sure. throwing it in with the well, yes, they really have. Like they could have shown Thanos at the end of. The yeah, they did. yeah, they didn't. They I mean, the you ship. saw the, you saw the ship, yeah. so I don't but care. Everyone, like, for sure. Like, what ship was that? But yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. but like, I, so the end credit scenes were um, a su- plus end credits. Yes, yeah, Superman, Flash, racing. racing, and that was good. It was a, it was the funny one. Yeah, right. and and a, and but a good racing. Funny, funny, yeah, and cool. Yeah, yeah. right yeah. for sure. And which yeah. visually, it still looked better than most of the movie. Yeah, um, I still didn't like Superman's face. And whatever, whatever, whatever. And then the second one was my personal favorite. Well, naturally, why did you like it? Well, uh, Deathstroke shows up. Deathstroke uh, shows up. Shows up mean, on Lex's You mean Lex's Deadpool? Funny story, just a tad little small one. There was kids behind us sitting there, and obviously he shows up, and kids was like, oh, look, it's Deadpool. Oh, no. <laughs> I looked at Terry, and I was like, oh, this is shit, highest greatest look, fear that Deadpool. people are going to think that he's Deadpool. <laughs> well, I'm, well, I mean, you know he's more popular. Deadpool's more popular. I know. I mean, yeah. I it's, mean, it's funny. It's, the, I just, I laughed. It was, it was so good. But um, it the looks arm, like he's about to cry. The armor, I am a little bit. <laughs> the 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 armor looked really good. It, it, it everything looked really yeah. good. So he looked like the he video looked, game. Yes, and which sure. I like that. I yeah. like that armor. Mm-hmm. So well, but, it fits with the theme of the movie, looking like a video game. <laughs> so with that being said, the the line is is Lex is recruiting Deathstroke because they need a league of their own. Right, they're gonna play baseball. They're gonna play baseball. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's the Sandlots. Um, do, do do you get that joke? I don't know. I'm, okay, do you know what a league of their own is? No. Okay, it's a baseball movie from the '90s about a, the first female baseball team oh, yeah. cool. league. Okay. Like, when cool. we said they're gonna have a league of their own. Like, is Rosie O'Donnell in this movie? <laughs> Madonna? Where's yeah, where's so, Madonna? But Tom so Hanks? obviously that sets up the Injustice League or the Villains United or whatever. Secret they're, whatever they're pick pick, yeah. pick a villain team yeah. that fights the Justice League, Which and that's what it's in. League of Their Own. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's no crying in villainy. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> oh my God. There's no crying in villainy. <laughs> so. The other thing that, you know, you're all about your Reddit yes. theories. Yes. Um, the theory is is that that's not Lex's boat. That's the Joker's boat from Purple Lamborghini music oh video. Oh, yes! <laughs> it's Queen. God. It's fantastic. It was weird for Lex to be surrounded by a bunch of, like, hot women. Like, that yeah, was kind of strange. Boom. Was Joker on the Good boat joke. somewhere else, I guess? Yeah, right. In the what music he? video, he's in the front of the boat. Okay. Oh my gosh. Um, that's good. God. I like that. That's so, um, all so about it. <laughs> real quick, before so we're, let's, we're done dumping on it. Hyde, what was your favorite part about this movie? I'm not done. <laughs> You're never done dumping it. You know, and if you want, if you come in and talk to me and Dylan, if you want to dump on the movie. So. Yeah, honestly, I don't. If you're one of the few people that hate it, apparently. And, yeah, yeah, anyway, go ahead. It's it's not a perfect movie. I'm I'm never. I It's not the. The Justice League movie I wanted. And I, I've said right. this from the beginning. It's not the Justice League movie I wanted. It's the Justice League movie that I think DC needed to have the right stepping stones to get to the right way they need to be doing these movies. Well, the movie they needed was a good movie. The movie, this might, I mean, people like it. I mean, so it's definitely more positive than yeah. the, last, since than the, the other two. Most people are saying they like the characters. I think right. that's a good stepping stone for yeah. And I think I think that's forward. that. Yeah, I mean, it's an okay stepping. Like, you know well, I mean? well sure. no, because it's, it's, not, it's, it's, not, it's, it's not a good exactly for the characters. No, it's, it's, a, it's a good stepping stone because you know people that like Aquaman will 
like, oh, I liked Aquaman. Aquaman in the Justice League. I'll go see Aquaman. But now. we're also in a comic book bubble. But not, like general audiences, I think, might be a little soured by BVS, and that's why they're not coming out to see this. That's also true. Yes, I, I do agree with you to an extent, but I I don't think this movie is completely, you know, the term unwatchable came up with BVS and Suicide Squad a couple of times. I don't think this movie is completely unwatchable. I don't think this movie is worse than X-Men Apocalypse. You don't think it's no. worse or you do think I, it's I'm hearing that comparison a lot. I, I, I think it is. But, but you also I, I like too. X-Men a lot more, I, I think right? I think this is worse than X-Men Apocalypse and... But there were like characters with arcs and stuff like that in X-Men Apocalypse. The villain was... Super lame. Just as bad. Right. But I think... Yeah, I mean... Dylan was... I don't know. X-Men Apocalypse was more disappointing, I feel like, because it was a follow-up to a really good movie. Like the 15th movie in the franchise. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, I think Dylan is coming at it from the opposite um, place for where a lot of people are coming from, where you have a love for these characters, so therefore you can judge it more harshly and like, well, I, I know this. they deserve well way more of a movie than this. For they, sure. They deserve a better movie than this, and which is why, you know... This is this is so, you know. You can say this is so bad. Uh, Which so, I agree. I think I feel about X Men Apocalypse how Hyde feels about Justice League. Like, oh, not what I wanted, but not unwatchable, not terrible. For sure. Like I don't. I'm not. I'd watch that. I'd watch Apocalypse again before I watch this though. I own Apocalypse. You had a better foundation for Apocalypse because the this characters were so yeah. were fleshed out a lot more. Or before. at least you've had you know, ten years of these characters in some form of age. Well, I'm just talking about. The first Days of Future Past and well, First Class. With this cast. Well, yeah, I mean, outside of, like, Phoenix and... Or yeah, Gene I don't and, count them, because they weren't But characters. see, that's... I mean, that's... They were such a huge... Not huge, but they were a big enough focal point of that movie that it's... They're almost like Flash and Aquaman and Cyborg to me. Right. I could... Yeah, I could see that, but and it was Mystique... Uh, Magneto, Magneto and Xavier's movie. Well, then, I mean, movie. you know, almost to an extent, it was Wonder Woman and yeah, but, Batman's but movie. but they didn't have an art. That's the difference. Yeah, but that's yeah. that. And and I think they just added humor to add humor. Can I talk about Wonder Woman's arc real quick? Yes. I know we're past that, but yeah, go ahead. I really hated the Batman Wonder Woman scenes because when he like brought up Steve Trevor and then he was talking to Alfred after, he's like, "I'm just trying to push her." It was like, "Isn't she way beyond where you are?" Yeah. Like she didn't yes. bring up your mommy and daddy issues. <laughs> like you're the king of not letting go, and she's a better leader than you probably would ever be. So I didn't like. I don't know. I didn't like that. Like she needed Batman to like become the leader she needs to be. Right. For sure. It was well, that, weird. I feel like she's more advanced than him in every like way. Like she should have already been. She take, was. Yeah. She got cyborg and she was totally on board. What was? Yeah. 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 It was a bad it, idea to bring Superman back. You can't argue with that. Well, I mean, I think that comes from you know our knowledge of Joss Whedon and you know that's, that's true. just you know sort of what kind of guy he is. But so. I feel like so, her arc was like becoming a leader. So right? can we right. can we right. probably, I mean, to some extent, all agree that the Whedon stuff was probably some of the worst stuff in this movie. Yeah. Uh, it, I don't know if to, it's the worst if, stuff. If we, can, if we could actually we, pinpoint the Whedon stuff. It's hard to say because, I mean, it's not that it was the worst, it's just that it was the most jarring and disjointed. Like, it, if you had a whole movie of it, maybe it would have been better. Been better yeah, but I tar- it's really sure. hard to say. I don't know. You know, like, and Dylan know. Dylan was showing me, like, there's a petition to release Zack Snyder's cut, and there's right. the, the whole... Um, it's not on the glove see. Yeah, I don't think we'll ever see it. There's this whole, like, even the cinematographers, like, I don't care how long Snyder's cut actually ended up being. I 
that's the movie that should have been put out into theaters. Well, yeah. I mean, it should have. It should have been. Um, I mean, for better or for worse. And you know, he, you know, and I, I feel bad for Zack Snyder at the same time too because he posted a live Instagram video um, after the premiere of Justice League, and he is almost legitimately in tears because he could not finish the movie. Right. And he said he hasn't watched it yet. Yeah, he hasn't watched it yet. Well, I mean, it's a bummer. I mean, and and he had like the worst circumstances. Happened you know, to him. He had you know, personal family that's tragedy. Like his baby. Right. It seemed like it's what he was building towards. Yeah, yeah and Donna, sure. Donna Justice was the prequel. You know, and I, I honestly think, I, without being said, you know, the trailers we saw pre-Whedon reshoots and all that stuff from right. San Diego, all that stuff looked really promising. And I don't think you could really... Yeah, and I feel like um, Warner Brothers kind of spun the narrative a little bit differently by saying that Zack Snyder asked Joss Whedon to come in. Yeah, right, Meanwhile, we right. didn't hear that from him. Right. You know? And I feel like it, in reality, it was probably more of a slap in the face to him. Like, oh, I, I don't like this. We need to make it yeah, funnier. I, Let's I, get yeah, the I feel like, guy. Right. I, yeah, I feel like it's, it, it became a thing of, like, this isn't... Yes, this is your vision, and it might be good, but this isn't what audiences like. I don't believe for a second that Snyder was like, hmm, this would be funny. I'm gonna get Joss yeah. Mr. Avengers. I, I, I think there needs to be a thirsty joke in someone yeah. cursing about aliens and probing in here right no but it, one of other said snyder picked him and wanted him to succeed him it's like so succeed. with that being said um another piece of news that deadline reported yesterday is that the head of oh yeah the home entertainment division of warner brothers who is in charge of keeping the run times and home distribution and dvds and stuff has been suspended um kevin i'm gonna butcher his last name because yeah. he's I, japanese I, I, don't, um, I don't know i don't know it has been suspended as of right now they are he's under um i guess kind of Why? scrutiny because he's oh. the one that apparently ordered the cut to be under two minutes so oh, i heard about that yeah two well hours. i saw that as a facebook two graphic. Two hours. I, I saw that as a uh, facebook graphic you know like he's the one that ordered all the problems with all the cuts with suicide squad and all i mean it seems to be but i don't know if that's accurate you know, or not. one man can't no I mean, but one you, executive but can't you know yeah, well, but he's the CEO. He's gonna. It's like if Apple made a bad iPhone, you're blaming Steve Jobs. You're not blaming well, Bob from Tech. Well, you're not blaming Bob from Technician who put in the yeah, wrong chip. True. You're you're blaming the top guy. Right. And so yeah, it may not if be. You don't know anything. Yeah. It may not be completely yeah. his. No, I mean there's so many not, other yeah, people. Yeah, that's who, what, yeah. Well, but it takes a many. It takes many cooks to ruin the. Well, movie. yes, right. but I mean it, you're gonna you're gonna go for the top. Yeah, I mean that's true. I mean like the public will. Yeah, yeah right. that's the narrative that will come out. Yeah, right. But um, let's let's get into scores. Um, let's get into power rankings. <laughs> yeah, uh, unless you have a uh, more Wonder Woman. No. Mm, no. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, Not today. So, I'll, let's save Hyde for for last. We'll end on the the, the most positive note. Ron, you want to go um, ahead and give me your scores? Yeah, we start lowest man. to highest. Uh, <laughs> uh, Michael, you go it, first. <laughs> I'm gonna give it a five. I enjoyed the movie. There's tons of problems. I think, for the most part, I liked all the character interactions. Go see the movie and judge for yourself. For so there you go. Dylan? I haven't even thought about this. I might give it a four or five. No, maybe a five. Well, what did you give BBS? You said it was worse than BBS. So. I don't remember. I don't remember Suicide Squad. I'm going to say a five. No, four or five. Okay, we'll stick four with five. four or five. <laughs> Because I think it's better than BB and uh, Suicide Squad because it was coherent. You could tell, you could follow it. Suicide Squad had like glaring editing issues, for sure, and right. to the point where it became a little confusing. Yeah, oh. 
But this yeah. was like, I could tell what was happening. I could follow it. it there was no like narrative issues. So I'm going to give it a, four, give it a five. four or five. Yeah. I'm going to give it a four. Um, I, I don't remember what I gave BBS. Um, it probably was a four. We need to keep track of those. We, we do. We need to get a spreadsheet. Um, but I, I think it's worse. It, it, I had a worse time watching this than BBS. Um, I had a lot of problems with it. I thought the characters were bad. Um, they had good. Some of some of the interactions were good. Some of the references were cool. You know, um, everybody seemed to be really happy when uh, Seven Wolf said "New Gods." You know, uh, that was neat. But um, that doesn't make a movie, um, unfortunately. And it's really disappointing to see them step back so far from Wonder Woman. But like Dylan was saying, this was this never was going to be better than Wonder Woman because Wonder Woman came after this in terms of chronology of filming. But uh, so yeah, I'm going to go with a with a four zero. Hide. Well, um, <laughs> ten. <laughs> So I, I like this movie. I know we kind of more or less focus on the negatives mm-hmm. on this. There are a lot of cool scenes that are in this movie that, f- for lack of whatever, they're cool action sequences. There's fun character moments in it. Um, you know, I think Flash and Aquaman, for me, are kind of the two biggest breakouts. The stand up. Um, which makes me really excited going forward to see Aquaman. That's not a movie I thought I would ever be excited to see. Um, oh, yeah, I'm excited for it. Got James Wan. I, yeah, I mean, and I love James Wan so much. And that's the thing is, like, I, you know, it's got once again another decent, uh, you know, at least credibly decent director. Um, well, New Zealand makes good directors, apparently. Yeah, this is the second is he New, from Zealand? New Zealand. Yeah, oh, I didn't know that. So I, you know, he might be Australian. <laughs> Same thing. Yeah, you can't say that. I, I think, <laughs> I going forward, I think that we're going to start seeing a more brighter DC tonal movie. I think. Story is going to kind of come in when it comes in. Okay. I'm hoping that that kind of gets cleared up. Hopefully they get better CGI. I do like this movie. I do think it's n- not as bad as X-Men Apocalypse. Um, I gave X-Men Apocalypse a 7 um, Did you really? Yeah. I don't remember that. Yeah. I, actually, all of our scores were actually kind of high on X-Men Apocalypse. Okay. Um, yeah, I went back and listened because I needed to have reference right, for right, that because right. that's one of the big comparisons I have. Sure. Um, for Understandably. Me, for me, it's... The CGI is the biggest thing. I knew that the story was going to kind of be hollow. Cyborg, to me, is also still not proven to be an A-lister. Okay. Um, I don't think he he has shown me enough to sit there and be like, you deserve to be part of the Justice Even in the comics, I don't think he has shown me enough that he should be a Justice League member. Um, with that all being said, it is it is a fun movie. I think there are a lot of fun moments in it. So I'm, I'm giving it a 6-5 Restored. Six five or because I, I I don't like the weed and stuff. Okay. I and when even if you can't really tell what the weed and stuff is, mm-hmm. you know what the weed and oh, stuff. Oh, you could is. yeah. If if you don't know that it was weed and you know it was different. Yeah. Because it just yeah. visually. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. so I just I I yes, think we'll see an extended cut with yes. more but, Snyder stuff. But yeah, we have to. We and you know, but at the same time. It's we didn't. We, we didn't judge BVS on the ex, uh, ultimate edition because I think right. the ultimate edition is better than a four zero or whatever, whatever it was. It was. Yeah, yeah, I, I think this movie. I the average score of this movie is a five point three. Okay, five which, three. Which is not a bad score. That's you know half whatever. Right, fifty percent. Um, I can live with that. That's kind of what I was expecting. I don't think it's worth the forty percent or forty one percent that it's at. I think this movie 
it, it's it's still a fun time at the theater, I think. Do you happen to know what the score is for uh, BBS? 27. Oh, yeah. I no, score, score. It was It was like four point. Yeah. Middle. It doesn't deserve to be lower than Four that. point middle. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, there we go. Um, so real quick, uh, we got a couple questions here. Uh, we answered the one of who's to blame. Uh, yeah, we did. Well, kind of. Sorry, sort well, of. Um, director, actors, writers, producers, what percentage do you think, uh, w- um, which percentage do you attribute to each for responsibility of a movie? Or is it case by case? Um, I think the director gets the lion's share. Yeah, that's a really good question. I wonder who wrote that. <laughs> well, I don't... I think I think the, the director, like I said, gets the lion's share. Uh, which I don't really feel like he shouldn't. should. Yeah. Right. I mean, I, it, all, it all depends. It, I should, mean, it should go to, you know, executives and well, writers. I think, writers. I think it's case it by case. It starts with the writer. Because you right. can get, like, a bad script, but the movie's more or less good, and you'd be like, okay, you well... Can't, a director can't make a bad script good, I feel like. And that's why I'm, I'm, there's got to be exceptions. I get upset that Alan I'm sure there's gets no credit for Wonder Woman. No one talks about him. It's all Patty Jenkins, you know. Right. right. She had a really good script. For sure. No, I got you. Yeah, I mean you're right. Um, I think the director is going to get all the blame. Um, for sure. But they're the, like the ringleader, you know. Right. Yeah. Right. It's like it's like what Hyde was saying. You blame the guy at the top, yeah. right? So I mean, if, yeah, and because who's the most notable name? Right. The director. Yeah. Um, uh, that the one ne- that's fair. The next one is. Uh, I'm going with Nick. Uh, is Aquaman's shrinkage a real thing in the movie? Uh, what? <laughs> what? What? Did you did you read one of those reviews? What does that mean? I. Yeah. Did you? Does it mean what I? I'll, think? T- I'll tell you when you're older. <laughs> does it mean what I think it means? So okay. yes. So uh, go. N- uh, no. But what does it mean a real sure. thing in no. the movie? Is that a thing I, in the I comics? Don't, I don't. I have no idea. So outside of that, <laughs> one of the, one of the Nick. one of the negative reviews was Nick? I can't believe no. that Aquaman doesn't have gills or fins. And the fact that they want me to believe that he's swimming in jeans, I'm already done with this movie. Uh-huh. Well, the Fair water, enough. the air bubble. The air James b- Watt, you see James Watt? Yeah, I saw that today. He's like, there will be no air bubble speech. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, they, he, yeah they're actually going to actually talk. Hmm. Like, they're supposed to. I thought that was... Oh, like, I thought I, that was cool. I like the air bubble thing. I actually. Well, but why well, do they but live underwater? But you know, at the same speak. at the same time, right, it sure. sh- it showcases Mira's powers, I guess, to an extent. Which Her you know, we really garbage. didn't. We really, <laughs> we really didn't talk about the cameos in the film. Um, but they were having like a moment. Yeah. yeah. Her powers. I mean, it was like, like, like a jet from a hot tub or something like that. <laughs> it wasn't like water bending. Well, she controlled fishes. You know, fishes. Fish. Um, and then the um, the, the last comment story. is uh, my man. <laughs> did you write that? That's also I did not. That's also Nick, I think. Um, well, the other one was girly handwriting, so I think it was Nick. Yeah. The the shrinkage <laughs> question. Yeah. Um, He's not up to it. Yeah, he yeah, does. Sure. But um, thank y'all, thank y'all for the um for the comments and the the, the comments and the questions. Um, hi, do you have anything you want to any anything else you want to? talk about really quick about the movie anything that we didn't really get to talk you about? know it, that was kind of the other thing we talked your movie yeah I'll, I'll take that yeah. um oh. well i you know i was kind of expecting this to kind of be a like a, a fisticuffs between us but at the same time i i recognize that there's some serious problems with this movie sure. I, I i'm not happy about that but you know they talk about the cuts and things that were cut um, specifically, I think Momoa came out yesterday talking about scenes that were cut. I think we'll hear in the future about like a Doom production, kind of more yeah. stories about what went yeah. wrong here. Oh, for sure. But yeah. I think you know, at the same time, there are things that he was talking about. They're like, yeah, we kind of retreaded the same scene in Aquaman. Okay. So if it's stuff like that that ends up, sure, I I can live with that. If I'm gonna see it again in Aquaman, I don't know. It's hard to say with the movie that we saw on right. what 
what was necessary for it. And I think as much as I hate having to do a director's cut, because, you know, yes, the BVS Ultimate cut was, is, is better. better. The Suicide Squad, it's, it's, it's not, not much different. But it's more of what you wanted. Because your big complaint was like, I don't understand how Joker and Harley have this relationship. Right. There's more of that in there. Right. So it's more of what you Isn't wanted. It's like seven minutes or something? It's 11 minutes total. Okay. Which, whatever. Yeah. Um, Wonder Woman obviously did not have one. No, didn't, didn't need it. it. Um, but, no. And I, <laughs> you no, can't do a director's cut for this movie because it's like, which director? It was, yeah, weird, it was weird that it wasn't a co-credit. You know, like. Well, that's a thing. You can't. There's like a rule you can't bring in another director and then give them credit. It's like part of their union oh, thing. Yeah. Oh, it's part of the uh, director's guild. Yeah, because yeah, they can't like if the studio gets mad at your at your film and then brings in someone else to like resuit it, they can't. It's like, put, um, like a co-director on it. It's like um the guy that came because Gareth Edwards did not do the reshoots for Rogue One. Right. Um, it's Tony Guillory. Sure. I think it was, was his name. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean he got he was a co-screenwriter for that movie. Okay. Um, but. You know, it's like I said. I'm. I'm not. I enjoyed the movie. I think you well, need. To, you, I mean, you need to go see this movie and to yes. be at the very least be part of the discussion. Absolutely. I think you should definitely see this movie. Um, come in and talk to Ron this week. Oh, word. What talk to Ron about? about why he's paying five dollars for a soda. I mean, for real. <laughs> what? Oh, uh, so when we went to go see this movie on Sunday, real quick, we were running Ron, like way over. We are running way over. Oh no. So um, <laughs> on, I don't care. On Sunday, we had. Uh, a hosted screening by DC um, and we had a coupon from DC or from the theater whatever for a free popcorn for a free (laughs) popcorn and a free small drink Ron bought bought a drink oh no I didn't even know that oh well (laughs) you got a bigger drink probably no no no, he didn't who cares he didn't know you didn't have the coupon, did you? No. Okay. The, I, I, backstory, cool. I got the ticket the day I was here. He didn't have coupons. Didn't know about coupon. it until the I knew about it at the movie. At the movie. Right. I was like, well, whatever. I don't, I don't care. Right. I'm no, just a bummer with anything. It wasn't wrong being stupid. No, no, no. Yeah. It's, it's not wrong being stupid. It's just... <laughs> just me not caring. I had money, so, you know, whatever. That's right. Make it rain. Um, but come in and talk to Ron about... What are, what are they talking to you about this week, Ron? What was this pick? What, what happened? What, uh, what, what, uh, come on and talk to Ron about thank, in, Thanksgiving. Yes. Sure. Ask, ask, what, ask what Ron's thankful for. I don't even... Nothing, yeah, you know what? Nothing. Yeah, ask, ask what Ron's thankful nice for. Nice Not positive. a single yeah. thing. Oh. <laughs> no, oh. Okay. Cool. Nothing? <laughs> Nothing for anything? There you go. Okay. Shut down that conversation. All right. Well, uh, don't come in and talk to Ron this week about what he's thankful for. Come and talk to Ron about Justice League. Um, I'll talk Justice League much. That's right. It's cool. Um, and... That's it. Um, we don't have any events, right? Well, we have... About um, December 16th. Well, yeah, we have uh, Tara McPherson. Yep. Uh, we have a Black Friday sale in two days, so uh, come on down for that. That's yep. at all five stores. I'm not announcing the midnight event. That's in an hour. An hour. Um, uh, and just stay tuned for this uh, Jim Lee episode. Uh, Jim Lee and Dan DiDio uh, interview that's uh, going to be tacked on right here at the end. Making this a cold uh, hour and 40 minute episode. You are welcome. There you go. You're, and, uh, you're welcome. You guys have a happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, have a happy Thanksgiving. Thank y'all so much. Thanks, guys. This is Ron. The side. I'm Dylan. And I'm Michael. We'll see you next time. Hey, everyone. 
we are here with uh, Dan Di- uh, Dan Didio and um, waiting on uh, Jim Lee. He's uh, on his way. On his way. Trying uh, to make his grand on entrance. His way. Yeah. <laughs> he loves making the grand entrance. So everybody clap when you hear him arrive. <laughs> exactly. Uh, thank you so much for joining us, Dan. No problem. It's, it's my pleasure. It's my pleasure. Yeah. So um, I wanted to ask you um, about this Houston Strong tour and um, what your you know what it means to you uh, to come down. You know, it, it, it's really interesting, and uh, this is something we've been talking about for a while. Um, ever since um, ever since Houston got hit, hit with the hurricane, you know, we've been aware of, of how the stores were affected, how the people were affected down there, and we've been wanting to do something. And we, there's ways that we can help behind the scenes through Diamond and through other things going on, uh, but we really wanted to bring come in and show our, you know, bring our show of support. You know, and, 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 and the sad part is that there was a number of other, um, you know, natural and unnatural disasters over the last few a few months, but we didn't want to, this to get lost because we know how many, how much the people of Houston were impacted. Um, and then when we looked at things and we saw uh, the perfect timing was uh, this, the Justice League Day, a comic shop day, we're converging on the same day. We have a big movie coming out on Friday. It seemed like the perfect time to get out there while people are really celebratory uh, for all things DC, and we wanted to be there with you guys uh, uh, at that time. So we're really excited about coming in. Oh, it's it's fantastic, and we really do appreciate it. I think, uh, in terms of Bedrock, we can speak on behalf of the city and the comic community here Absolutely. that we really do appreciate you guys coming out and doing this for us. It's such a big deal for us. You know, you know, it's interesting too because just you know, just on the business side of it, you know, when we saw the number of stores were affected, it just reminded about what a strong comic book community was down in Houston, um, and you know, and and we want to show that level of support back to you. I mean, it's clear that this is one of the real key hubs. Um, you know, for our comic fandom, and um, so again, it's it's fun to be to to to, to come come over there and, and be part of it. Fantastic. Yeah, we really appreciate it. Thank y'all. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, kind of going into some of the meat and potatoes here. Um, so after Metal is done, we you guys have announced the New Age of DC Heroes, also known as the Dark Matter series with Silencers, the Immortal Man, yep. and the Terrifics. What can we expect from those series right. coming out of Metal? You know, it's, it's a really interesting thing because, um, first of all, we were just talking about, we literally just came out of a meeting, we were talking about it, and we are talking about the first uh, the first three books coming down the pipeline, which are going to be uh, Damage and uh, Silencer and Sideways. And each one of them has a tie directly to the DC Universe coming straight out. And the thought was that um, what we really want to do is build out and build on what we have in the DCU. When we went out and we did Rebirth, it was really about getting back to the core concepts, core conceits, putting things back in that the fans really react to very positively and really make those characters work. But we knew we had to start to push out new ideas and new directions, but rather than twisting and turning characters that we just reestablished, we decided to add new characters to the mix. And this is probably the largest influx of new characters in DC in, in decades. Uh, probably even new, <laughs> the largest influx of new characters uh, since probably the start of, uh, start of Image. <laughs> and for us... Uh, we wanted to make sure that each of these characters filled a particular need, a type of voice, a type of sensibility that we did not have in the DCU already. Um, you know, with Damage, we got our big monster character, something that I've always been fighting to do ever since I worked on OMAC back in New 50, uh, New 52. So Damage is a lot of fun, and, and actually with the very first issue, uh, it brings them up against the, uh, a, a version of the Suicide Squad that's going to be a, a, a really fun book. Um, with um, with Silencer, you know her her background and t- she has ties to Talia Al Ghul and Leviathan, so that's exciting. And Sideways, Sideways, it, events of Metal Number One actually 
uh, is a part of Sideways origin uh, with the the introduction of Challenger Mountain into uh, into Gotham City. So they're part of DCU, and on top of that, from the construction of these books, um, you know, we brought in our, our top artists and we really let them really open up their storytelling. So you, we've got uh, we've got John Romita Jr. on Silencer, we got Tony Daly on Damage, I've got uh, Kenneth Rupford working with me on on Sideways. So we got some really really great artists and we want to just bring the fun energy and excitement back into the pages again sometimes these books tend to get a little heavy and maybe in some cases overwritten or just a little more plotting and here we are at a fresh start new ideas new concepts you you don't have anything to worry about uh of what was done before because this is a brand new beginning for us so I, i think it's a good place for people who come in on metal and they're looking for an entry point to the dcu uh, these new characters are great entry point into the new DCU, and they bring you into the rest of the characters as well. Yeah, that sounds really exciting. Uh, I, I'm I'm uh, happy to see uh, you writing a book. That's that's awesome. Um, oh yeah, I, I, you know it, we're having a lot of fun with it. You know, and uh, you know it, it was great. I'm getting a chance to work with Justin Jordan, who's a guy that I really enjoy just talking comics with. Because unfortunately, my own schedule gets so crazy. It's nice to know I have somebody. Uh, helping along there in case I can't make it to it. And, you know, because we realize, believe it or not, I, I said this, I've been saying this since New 52, and I said this for Rebirth, I'll say it now. I know how it's important for us to manage our schedules and be there when we say we're going to be there. Uh, we're, we're asking the retail stores, we're asking the fans to make a commitment to come to a store and find a book when it's supposed to be there. So we want to make sure these books stay on schedule and on time. And what was we, we, we let the, the, the dates of these launches slide a little bit primarily to line up better with metal, but also to give our teams more time to, to build up inventory. Um, so that way we know they're going to come out month in and month out on the days they're expected to be there. Yeah, that's I, I'm really excited. Actually, the, the Terrifics is with the addition of Tom Strong into that book. It yes. sounds really exciting for yes, me to, to see that going forward. Um, going into... Yeah, I mean, it... it go on. I was going to say, with, you know, the Terrifics is a fun one. Everybody who sees the Terrifics are on my table goes crazy all the time whenever they see these four characters together so it should be fun to see how the fans react as well yeah it's, it's definitely exciting so you know you were talking about going back and uh writing again um something that i kind of miss seeing um some stuff that you had written were the outsiders and the legion of superheroes do we will we be able to see them again coming into the next wave of rebirth at any time soon i know supergirl has kind yeah, of teased it a bit you know it's funny we've been talking about outsiders a lot and um I, I love those characters because, you know, I've always been drawn to more eclectic characters in mix. I mean, that's why I worked on Outsiders and OMAC and Phantom Stranger and Forever People because they're just, it's just quirky edges. Oh, wait, wait, wait. This is the big answers we told Uh-oh. you about. Oh. This is it, this is it. Drum roll. Drum roll. <laughs> Drum roll, please. There we go. Now it's a party. <laughs> party has now hey, officially hello. started. Hey, Jim. Sure. You see, as soon as I start talking about a book I worked on, Jim yeah. walks in and changes everything. Oh, how about that spotlight right over there? But <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what I'm saying is that so it's a lot of fun. And the outsiders, for the most part, if you've been reading Detective, um, James Tynan has been doing a really fun job putting a really interesting mix of uh, bad characters together. And it's almost like a de facto version of The Outsiders without being The Outsiders. So we, we have that on hold for a little bit. We've got some big plans next year with all our team books. Um, and uh, you're going to see some uh, some deck shuffling going on there that'll be kind of interesting. But I'm going to throw this over to you. go to Jim now. He's just here. Hey. Now, your clock starts now. Hey, all right. Right. <laughs> all right. All right. 
Hey, hey, Jim. Uh, thank Thanks you for, for yeah. Thank you for joining us. Um, I had um, um a very uh, interesting question here about uh, we, what we all want to know is about uh, Brian Michael Bendis. That big news, you know. I uh, want to know if you guys can shine any sort of a light on where he might be headed in the company, what books he might be in charge of, anything, or more more uh, defining his role, if if you will. First off, I'm shocked that Dan hasn't already spilled all the beans on this. So, um, <laughs> that's true. Brett, he's going to be the third co-publisher. <laughs> no, <that's>, right. <laughs> Try publishers. Try publishers. That's it. <laughs> I mean, why not? Uh, there's nothing we share uh, in that. You know, we really feel those are uh, Brian's announcements to make. Sure. Uh, all, all I can share is that uh, I've never seen anyone so passionate and enthusiastic about the projects he, he wants to do. And uh, the... He's got an endless amount of ideas and enthusiasm for the for for coming over here. So it was great having him actually here in the office the other day. And uh, all I can say is, uh, you know, DC fans are are going to be just, uh, you know, uh, they're going to be knocked back because uh, you know um, Brian's going to come on like a raging bull, and he's just got all these ideas for all these different books. And as you know, he's highly prolific. Oh yeah. And, uh, super creative, and uh, in many ways, he's going to redefine what DC is uh, in the coming year. Yeah, I mean, I can't, I can't even tell you the amount of talk it's generated between just employees, not alone um, listeners and customers alike. You know, everyone's coming in and talking about, did you see the Bendis news? I'm like, yes, we saw the Bendis news. I mean, well, you live under a rock? Of course, it's huge. Right, right. No, it was, uh, yeah, it was, it was really big news for us. So I mean, we're yeah. excited to see that. It, it's a game changer. I mean, the guy was there for nearly 20 years at Marvel, uh, really kind of defined um, uh, the new Marvel age of, of storytelling, and uh, we expect no less. Cool. I, you know, every time I hear Bendis is working on a DC book, I kind of get goosebumps a little bit because it's just, it's so, it's so exciting to see that. It is. Um, you know, Jim, kind of going into it, I really. It's, it's weird. We have the Wildcats now with Warren Ellis um, being written there. Um, do Will we be able to see Grifter or Stormwatch return to the DC Universe again, like in, actually integrated into the DC Universe? Uh, you know, it's... it's uh, I, I hate to speak in absolutes. Uh, uh-huh. We kind of put uh, a pin in it back uh, when we launched the Wild Storm because we knew that Warren uh, had this project and we didn't want there to be sort of marketplace confusion. Um, we wanted to let his version of the, of the Wildstorm universe kind of really shine. Uh, now that it's out there, I, I think it, it, it comes down to uh, what works best for a story. Um, you know, we, we let those kind of decisions be made uh, from a creative level. I think that's the best way to handle it. And so we do have creators out there that want to use different Wattstrom characters within DCU, you know, rebirth titles. And so um, it's something that's being actively discussed, and we just have to make sure that, it, again, it doesn't create confusion, and B, right. that there's a, a real creative reason for, for doing it, and that there's not other characters that could fit the bill. Right, N- not just stepping on, but not just throwing stuff in. Ultimately... Oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, I was saying you don't want to just throw stuff in just to throw it in, you know? Uh, exactly, and and you know you want to use the best characters for the for the right characters for the for the best scenes, and so um, like I said, it's a case by case basis. Because even when we launched the Wildstorm with Warren, you know we still had Midnighter running around, and so it's not that they were written out of DC 
continuity. It's just that we didn't want the spotlight to be on them, and so we asked uh, creators to kind of pull back. So now that that kind of period has, has uh, is in the past, we can revisit the topic, and we have them. Right. That's that's awesome. Um, and um, going back a little bit to our Dark Knights Metal number one launch party at our midnight event, we had um, Scott Snyder call in, and oh, we had him playing over the, the loudspeaker in the store for you know the hundred people, that, 150 people that were in here. And he gave us a little bit of teaser stuff about the Sandman information that you guys have got coming up, coming uh, down the pipe. And uh, I know you um, posted that sketch, you know, with the dating it uh, August eighth, twenty eighteen, with the hashtag Vertigo twenty five. Can you sh- shed any more light on that uh, on that mystery tease? Uh, well, we wanted to uh, share some exciting uh, news at San Diego Comic Con. Uh, with a visual tease, and so we put together this this short clip that showed, uh, you know, the perennial great titles uh, that really define Vertigo, uh, the different characters and titles, and then we wanted to create some new imagery that we knew longtime Vertigo fans would would pick up on and and know, uh, and and, and kind of embed them into that same video. And, uh, you know, I've drawn drawn Morpheus uh, or Sandman before, so I'm kind of familiar with the character. I said, oh, I, I should do a new, a new version of, of uh, a cool headshot of the character and kind of sneak it in there. And uh, so that was the impetus for that drawing. Uh, but it really was to kind of spotlight that, A, you'll see the classics of Vertigo again represented when we celebrate uh, Vertigo's 25th anniversary next year. Uh, but that you'll also see new stuff and with creators that haven't worked uh, under the Vertigo imprint. And, that's really what the tease was, without really saying who was working on what and who was going to be part of that part. That's that's awesome. So yeah, it was just a tease. It was just a tease. Oh, so. okay, okay. <laughs> just a um, tease. All right. But uh, speaking of um, sneaking stuff in, I can say as a um, fellow super fan, I really appreciate all the stern references that you uh, get to drop in. I'm a yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. A, I'm a big time uh, look, stern I, fan, I, so. Yeah, long. T- I'm a long-time listener. Uh, you and know, guest. the show, show is definitely more over the years. Excuse me. And I said, and a guest. You were just on the wrap-up show last month, right? Yeah, I've been on the wrap-up show like three or four times now. Um, and you know what's weird is like when I listened to the show, I mean, decades ago, uh, and then the E Channel uh, show that they had, um, they never talked about. I mean, Howard would talk about comic books and and how he loved them as a kid and. Um, but I didn't realize so many of the people on staff were like Ralph Sorella and uh, uh, Jason Kaplan right. and uh, Steve Randano, uh, Steve Intern, right? So, uh, so I, I just met these guys sort of informally over time, and certainly when they came out to San Diego Comic Con, and then I found out they were into comics, and so uh, it was kind of uh, uh, you know something to bond over, and uh, they've been really. Uh, great in terms of working with us, helping helping us promote uh, comic book projects like PK3. They did a big giveaway. And uh, wow. you know, a lot of their staff are big nerds and, and, and love comics. And, and uh, several of them actually um, you know, directly messaged me or, or texted me when the Bendis news went down. So it was this weird kind of <laughs> mashing of two worlds, you know, that, that, that one moment. But, that's crazy. Uh, yeah, they've been very supportive and... Uh, um, they love the art form and they love the rivalry between Marvel and DC and they love you know the DC universe so they've been uh, great in helping us uh, promote that and actually Brian is as well 
Brian Bendis is a fan as well. Oh, is he really? Shows we did, we did. Yeah, we did it live at San Diego Comic Con, and uh, you know it was um, John Hine and I believe I want to say, oh gosh, who was the other one? Maybe it was Ralph at the time. Uh, it probably would have been Ralph. Then. Yeah. Do, I, I have so, a question. Was, do you that was, that was <laughs> do you ever get Baba Booied at cons? Uh, no, I, mean, I, I think I end what? up just kind of mentioning it myself. I, 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 you, like sometimes in comments, you'll get a hit him with the hind or something right, like that. Right. I, 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 put, I put hit him with the hind on uh, a T-shirt that uh, Harley Quinn was yes. wearing while I was working on the book Suicide Squad, just as a goof, um, because I knew it, it bothered uh, John Hine a lot. <laughs> and, uh, it did. And, uh, I thought it was an appropriate shirt that she would wear, just kind of weird random thing. And then... Telltale Games, right, is doing a Batman uh, video game, and in that game, Harley Quinn's in the game, and she actually does a, she actually says, hit him with the hind. And so Amazing. It, it, I it, haven't it, made it to that, that episode yet. I need to, right I need to get to that. Kind of, uh, yeah, get roots in other media, and of course, Jason Kaplan, the producer who loves the needle, John about it, um, you know, retweeted it through the Stern account, and, and so it's out there. Of course. And, uh, we, we delight in the fact that, that, that John Hines might be, uh, you know, uh, bothered by it. So, you know. <laughs> so good. Uh, so, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, it's been on, uh, yeah, it's been on like uh, all sorts of award shows and Monday Night Football. Or, I mean, it's crazy like, uh, where, that's, uh, where that's been the name drop. I know it. <laughs> so, you know, you guys, DC just in general is about to have a really big few days. You got Justice League coming out Friday and then uh, Justice League Day. But next week um, it starts the first issue of Doomsday Clock. Um, can you guys kind of give us a little bit of insight on what we can expect after the Doomsday Clock event and what that means for the DC universe as a whole without spoiling too much of the Doomsday Clock? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, one of the things we're doing right now, I mean, we got Metal Runner really, really, really fast and furious, and Doomsday Clock will have a definite effect on the DCU, but because it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a book that's going to roll out over the course of a year or so, um, you won't see the real effects of Doomsday Clock into the DCU until post-Doomsday Clock. So what we'd like to say to everybody is, you'll be seeing the effects of the metal this in 2018, and you'll be seeing the effects of Doomsday Clock probably in 2019. Okay. That's a, that's great. Um, yeah, we, we've got a big midnight launch, well, 1157 launch uh, coming up uh, next week. Uh, at four of our five stores, we're really, we're really hyped for it over here. Um, that's great. That's exciting. Yeah. Listen, we, we have the first issue in hand already. It's oh, absolutely man. beautiful. It, it, it's different than Jeff's past work, and I think I think what's great to see, I, I like this when all these guys do this, when they, they, as creators, when they're at top of their game, they're still trying to challenge themselves and push themselves in ways they haven't done before, and I think anybody who's been a fan of Jeff's work might be surprised by this because it, 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 it captures everything that he does, but it has a slightly different tone, and I think it really does, a, it, it pays a great tribute uh, to the previous Watchmen material, the original series, and I think it really takes so many of those ideas and pushes them forward. Uh, great. I mean, that's that's. I'm. We're so excited. I, I, hey, speaking of, can you bring on Saturday that copy of Doomsday Clock? We won't tell anybody. <laughs> uh, you only have a little bit more to wait. You can yeah. last. I promise you. You'll have to do more after that. I don't know if I can, Dan. I, I really don't <laughs> think I can. Um, you know, going going back to Bendis. Uh, shortly after that, there were kind of rumors about Jonathan Hickman possibly joining in on DC for a project or two. Is there any truth to that rumor at all, or is that just kind of more or less? Started, like... though, so you have to ask him. <laughs> uh, 
Hey, I was just sharing with lunch together. <laughs> Very friendly. I, I can't I can't share pictures of what I eat. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Social media <laughs> Sure. Um, so, uh, wait, look, we're both big time uh, Hickman fans, and uh, he was he was very kind of a kind of was, he was very kind to join us for a lunch. And, and uh, yeah, look, we talked about comics. We're we're all big fans, and uh, who knows where that will go. Actually, we do, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Come on. Come on, man. Come on. Um, well, I, I, I know we don't have a ton of time left with you, so I just wanted to ask each of you, um, what is something that you're most excited about that nobody's asking you about? Like, what's that project that, you know, no one's saying, hey, how about this thing? And, you know, something that you want to talk about. You're in my secret project with Bendis? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, yes, yes, I want that. Well, no, the, the one... Oh, those series of new Hickman books? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, the, the Hickman Bendis team up. <laughs> right. What what are we talking about yet that we're really super excited about? That's an easy one. Action one thousand. Action one thousand. Ooh. Okay. What 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 makes you so excited about Action one thousand outside of it being the thousandth issue <laughs> right. of Action Comics? Um, uh, just the we're both pulling together a series of creators and we want to make this really a special event in the DCU. Uh, also, what I'm excited about are, are the things that Scott Snyder has planned. Post metal, I'm excited about that uh, because he's excited enough for all of us combined. Um, so that's really good. And, and actually, we, we talked about the, the new age books when we started. You know, that, that's been uh, that's been something that's fun to build something for, from ground up. So I think that really allows us to really uh, challenge ourselves as creators and just stop stop just building. You know, get a chance to build from ground up, and that's a lot of fun. Just a lot of fun. My, my, my answer to that is a, is a weird topic in that uh, it, it's, it's about books that are doing well, but it's really about some phenomenon we're seeing in, in terms of the sales curve. So books like Metal, uh, Batman, White Knight, uh, Mr. Yeah. Miracle, these are books that we're seeing sales increases on issues uh, two over, you know, uh, three over two, four over three. So we're seeing sales rise, uh, which is something you rarely ever see right. in uh, periodic sales. So um, basically... We're seeing really uh, uh, tremendous support for these titles uh, because they're great stories, great creators, and uh, that's really positive for the business. You know, actually, really quick, if I can get one more in. Um, you just talked about Mr. Miracle. Can we expect seeing any more New God stuff outside once the Mr. Miracle run ends going forward? Will they potentially have their own title again, or are they going to play some more of an integral part into the DC universe outside of the dark side and uh, Apocalypse? You know, it, what, what uh, Tom did, it really is the, using those characters in a way we've never seen them before, and I think that's what makes it really interesting. It's, it really is holding and true to what, what Kirby created, but taking him in a, in, a, in a challenging new direction, and I think the people are responding properly. So there's always a chance that we can look at the other characters that inhabit the, uh, the New God's world and see whether or not we can do the same thing there. Fantastic. That's awesome. Um, well, um, Jim and Dan, thank you both so much for joining us on our show and, f and for coming down and supporting Houston. That's really the, the main thing. Um, and we, yeah. yeah, we really Hopefully can't wait to see right. all this Saturday. Uh, look, uh, our intent was to do it. I mean, as soon as obviously the, the news of the, 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 yeah, the hurricane and, and the devastation it created, uh, but we, you know, we wanted to wait the appropriate time for people to kind of, uh, things kind of back in order and, and for the people to be able to come out and fully support, um, uh, you know, what we wanted to do and 
uh, it's great to be able to uh, hit so many stores in one day. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I haven't done something like this in many, many years. <laughs> I've never done it. So it's kind of fun. <laughs> well, you're going to be in for a I'm treat really because uh, yeah. we, we're going to bring Exciting. the people. We're going to bring the people for sure. Um, but anyway, Absolutely. thank you both so much. Thank you. Thank yeah, you, guys. Thank and I'm you. so excited to meet you guys in person on Saturday, too. So uh, I will be at the West Timer store. That's right. That's great. All I'm right. going to see you guys there, man. All right. Thanks. Thank see you, you so much. Yeah.